Hi, this is Jonathan Tiersten from The Perfect House and Sleepaway Camp, and you are listening to The Real Nerds Podcast. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast at Denver Comic-Con 2014 and beyond. I am Ryan, and I don't care about the other guys. We have a special guest today. Say hi. Hi. Hi, Dan. How are you today, Dan? I'm good. Yeah, what brings you to the neck of the woods today? Uh, uh, the neck of the woods. Uh, I'm going to go see a movie later. Also, I had dinner. Nice. Are you seeing the movie <laughs> with us later? Yeah. Sweet. We're seeing Last Action Hero. Awesome. One of the greatest Arnold movies of all time. I'm, I've never seen it. Really? Oh, no. dude. Oh, you're in for a treat. Yeah. That's what That's what he basically... Ahead of its time. Go see it, Ahead so. of its time. Oh, my gosh. It's, I haven't seen it since it's I was It's a like movie 12. inside of a movie that makes fun of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. It's brilliant. You know, like, John, being John Malkovich gets a lot of credit for being, like, you know, self-referential yep. about the character, but this was, like, five, six years before that. I know. It's crazy. Also, it doesn't have John Malkovich, so there's a bonus point. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it does have a lot of cameos, though. Oh, yeah. A lot. Especially when he's going to the police station. I'll give you this little tidbit so you can get really excited. There's a cartoon cat voiced by Danny DeVito. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. I'm really wow. excited. <laughs> Man, it's been a while. A cartoon cat just walked into the police station. He'll do it again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, every week we go see a new movie and we broadcast our experience to the world. This week we went and saw That Awkward Moment, I think all separately. <laughs> yeah, right? I didn't see it. You didn't see it? You didn't oh, see it? Oh, what an ass. All right. Sorry. I saw it by myself today at uh, a Regal Cinema. I saw it by myself yesterday. Did you see it? Dan didn't see it. No. no. So it was just me and James saw it. All right, well, stay tuned for the review of that awkward moment. We will tell you if you should see the movie or not, play the trailer, then we'll spoil it. Um, we also talk about movies we saw, comic books we've been reading. James, is it my week or is it going to be your week? It's my week. Cool. And also, we're going to be fighting over Serenity. I went to Coins, Cards, and Comics yesterday. He was sold out. Shit. Except for one. I can't believe he- I forgot... Pulled out of the back that happened to be a jaunty cover. Yeah, I, I was like looking at the stuff coming out this week. Or no, it just struck me. And then I was like, oh yeah, I don't know when that's coming out. And I didn't think it was till like mid-February. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hadn't worried about it. And then yeah, it was the January 28th. Um, so I didn't order it from my shop where they didn't order one for me. Um, you know, me so, and Andrew yeah. had a long oh, conversation yesterday. Um, because I had to stay in clothes, so I left <laughs> my work. And I went to the comic store because I was so annoyed. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I had another manager there, guys. I won't leave it on. Un- um, but just two people. I didn't care. Uh, anyways, me and Andrew were really discussing why you just don't have him pull things aside for you, and I'll keep it in a hold slot for you. So, okay. Because you'd rather have it pay money if to have it shipped? Weird. No, no, no. To be completely honest, it is that, and I, I would hope that he would appreciate this, it is that I really liked my Fort Collins store, and I don't want, and, you know, little comic book stores like that, they have a hard time staying in business, especially if they, like, lose people as often as a comic book store in a, co- in a college town does um but would so they I, also be I, gaining people yeah i guess um I just, but you know where i'm going like uh yeah i i like supporting that place um i also like going to, to coins cards but i also don't get there once a month and, i know i told know. him that if you put a slot there i'd pull it for you you know he'd make sure you get the comics you want oh man that's starting to sound good though he also told me though that uh we do so much for 
our sponsor, Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics, at 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard, that he would, you know, pull anything aside for you. Just, you know, send him a message or something. He'll do it. I'll have to get his, uh, I'll have to get his phone number. Maybe we'll set something up. You're not his friends with him on Facebook? I am. That feels very, that feels very, like, bizarrely unfriendly. Considering really, that's Facebook. the only way I can. I am able to contact Jonathan Tiersten. Oh yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't answer anything else. Yeah. So, anyways, that's what we do. We talk about what we've been watching, some box office numbers. Yeah. Um, we didn't get any fan mail this week. I don't think. I don't think so. We got a lot of follows though, and some retweets. So, thank you for doing that. It comes in waves. It does. Uh, it's it's such a horrible time for movies right now. Oh yeah. That poor uh, poor Rafe, who has been on the show once and. Comes to movies with us quite a bit. I haven't seen him in like a month and a half, and he sent me a message yesterday and was like, "Hey, what's the movie this week?" Because I, I haven't seen a movie in a while, and I want to go with you guys. And I told him, and he was like, "Shoot!" <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a feeling next week we might have a few people come with us. Yeah, probably for Monuments Men. I'm on the show, and I was like, "The movie this week, Wait, meh." <laughs> aren't we going to Lego Movie next? Yeah, week? I know. I was just being funny. Oh, okay. Hey, sometimes at this time, no, this time of year, it's hard to know. Sometimes, not the, whether or not you're joking, it's hard to know what movie we're saying. Because, you know, I remember you saying that it's going to be a really good January. You're a fucking liar. I, it wasn't the. Hold on, it was not the worst January. I don't know. I'm starting to think Haywire sound pretty good right now. Snake tongue. Uh, well, what else came out the the January that Hay- Haywire came out? I think I think that that January like Haywire was the best I movie. Don't remember? Yeah. Just saying, like there's some stuff to look forward to. Even if, even if Jack Ryan was disappointing, even if I Frankenstein was really disappointing, even for us wanting it to be a bad movie, like it was not, it was not the worst. We didn't have to go see Texas Chainsaw. Never mind, Texas Chainsaw is probably equal to I Frankenstein. So. Uh, Chainsaw's worse for okay. sure. Oh yeah. Okay. And this year, this year we also skipped seeing Paranormal Activity the first week because we did uh, oh, no. our film explosion. So I, I bet if we'd had to see that, then I might not be saying that. <laughs> yeah. You know was good, though? Us at Open Screen Night. That was yeah, good. It was good. That was really we fun. We did really well. Our in- our episode went over really well. Did it? Yeah. yeah. You oh, didn't yeah. notice that? I was filming. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't listening. <laughs> uh, well, well, you were filming? A lot of people laughing. So okay. You were filming while it was going? Yeah. Filming no, well, during the critique. Yeah. Oh, no, no. We mean, like, while the episode was yeah, showing. Yeah, people were laughing. and uh, You know, I always think I can pay attention to while it's going, but I, I forget, like, right away really? what the reactions were. My, my favorite reaction was, um, for those of you who are listening and don't know what we're talking about, you can go log on to realnerdspodcast.com and watch our latest episode of our pod show, Episode 5, Human Barbecue at Jonathan Tiersen's, um, or Jonathan Tiersen's Human Barbecue. Yeah. Um, and we debuted it, and Jonathan Tiersen came with us to open screen night. Thank you, Jonathan, for doing that. Um, but, uh, anyways, it's, it's a silly thing. And my, actually my favorite response, and I forgot to uh, talk to James about this is, um, the end when, uh, poor JT falls on a barbecue skewer. Yeah. Um, he, you know, that horror movie shot where it's zooming in and out and, you know, just shooting random things in the house. When he opens his eyes, the audience went, Oh, like they wanted <laughs> to keep on going. That was, that was a great response. I, uh, and we also got a few, this is our best episode we've seen. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool. I think it plays really well. Um, it was funny. I came home on Wednesday, I think. Um, I came home and I came down here and, and said hi to my mom and she, she, she was like, Hey, you got like, you've got dirt on your face or something. And I was like, Oh really? And I started, started rubbing up my face and she goes, yeah, it looks like somebody knocked you out with their dick. Your mom said that? My mom said that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And, and I, was, I just started laughing, and I was like, 
oh and she's like oh, i can't believe you guys i just can't believe you <laughs> and that's guys. fine that's not even our worst episode i used to be so proud of no. you son <laughs> <laughs> that's what it felt like it felt like she was gonna you be and like, your new friends <laughs> i just i'm so ashamed of you uh but we also host did the open screen night brad how we yeah. do as hosts uh the word is that you guys were excellent and i know you're the busy word, he didn't he didn't say you guys were good he said other people tell me uh, you guys are good. I don't thought care what I think shit, of you. I do. But <laughs> no, I thought you guys did an awesome. It was, uh, it was a little slow getting out of the gate until I reminded you that yeah. you actually need to watch the videos while you're, <laughs> yeah. while no, you're hosting. <laughs> but after that, like you, uh, especially when you talked about uh, your old coworker being <laughs> oh that, that was, one I, video. I had some messages. <laughs> that is her. So yeah. wow. Uh, yeah, the audience loved it. Um, the other OSN board members liked it, and you know they'll probably want you back sometime. But I know cool. you guys are busy, so yeah, I'll do yeah. it. It's once a month. Who cares? It'd be easier now that we're not like. You know, ha- having to have a celebrity guest come in and put them up and you know, yeah, 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 debut our own episode. So I don't mind. Next time hosting, it'll be a lot. A lot it's fun. My wife is really nice. She said she was so proud of me because I'm so natural up there. <laughs> and I said thanks, honey. It's the first time I, she's ever said that about me. She all turned on. She's like, I want two babies in me. I hate <laughs> well, Brad, scientifically, you cannot ovulate <laughs> whilst you have a child growing in you. What? <laughs> We're going to take Unless you back to that day of class. sixth grade sex ed class. And right. also, during the first trimester, chicks don't want to touch you, so. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you So read. if you touch me, Brad, I might jizz my pants, so. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I never, so I, I switched schools. I went to fourth and fifth grade at one school and then sixth at another one, and I never had sex ed. Really? Because they did mm-hmm. it in fifth grade at the one school and sixth at the other one, and I missed it. So I either would have had it twice or zero times. I, was, had, I had it none. Was one of them a religious school? Uh, no, they, they both were. Oh shoot! But, um, but they, they both still did have. I'll give you a sex ed class right now. <laughs> no, no. I, I know. I know how it works. Put a condom on your wiener and stick you your lick, wiener in a vagina. You lick the stick. Educated, and then you put it into the sugar. <laughs> well, the condom's kind of optional. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was just trying to be pleasant. As long as you roll out. <laughs> I heard a few jizz on a chick, and she rubs it in. It's really good for her skin. God, that's. I just I, read that. Somebody said that. Who was that said that today? <laughs> No, I swear I read that. Dr. Ruth. No, 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 no. It was, <laughs> it was that, that was that old lady, right? Who had like yep. the late night show? Yep. Oh, that was creepy. I think she died. Is she dead? Yeah, you didn't read that in real news. That was like a few weeks ago. Oh, really? Or No, it was Joyce. I don't remember. Some old bitch died. <laughs> <laughs> was it that woman or was it not? Was it that you uh, don't know her name or that it was like... No, someone... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Dr. Ruth, actually. It was okay. like the really old one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did say Dr. Ruth, didn't I? Uh, yeah, yeah, you did. Whatever. Yeah. I think she did, yeah. She was, I, I a, she was sure a pioneer, if, though, in that stuff. So, I joke about it. But if my wife ever listened to my podcast, she'd be so mad at me. <laughs> not for, for like for saying that. Oh not, no, yeah, not for, she used to not for that. Not for the jizzing and rubbing it in, but like for the me making fun of sexual ed. Yeah. Oh, of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. She would. You're right. Yeah, because that's I, her I just thing. mean like that lady. She also used to like that. lady. Oh, she loved that lady. Yeah. Yeah. She still wants to do that. She wants to teach that when she gets her other nursing degree. I don't know. Something about me not listening. I know I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Something about me not listening. Um, but no, Open Screen Night was lots of fun. Um, uh, I still think ours was actually the best episode. I'm not saying that because we were in it. I think ours stuff usually has the best stories and the uh, best arcs in them. Um, but the, in the, general... Wait, the best episode of the series is or like all the videos of the night? All the were... videos of the night. I, uh, I'll at least say this. Like of the year or so that I've been going... Um, it's been. I've seen it get better. Like I, I feel like that community is really starting to. Even the people that early on I didn't like very much, I think I've seen them improve. Um, and just the 
the quality of the selection yeah, I agree. overall has gotten better. Um, I agree. Which is really cool. I uh, I also enjoyed uh, Jonathan Tiersen giving real criticism to things. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he yeah. was. Uh, at first, I was, seriously. At first, I was worried because, like, the first one, he was like, "That dude wasn't wearing makeup," and I wanted to go, Jonathan. You were there when we filmed our episode. We weren't wearing makeup either. We didn't put makeup on you. Yeah, either. but ours is shot better. But, <laughs> well, but, that's the one you you and I never actually watched that one, so yeah. I couldn't even say anything about the makeup. I was like, I, I only saw the dude at the very end, but. Uh, but you know, I I do agree, and Jonathan was going off with me for like uh, thirty minutes afterwards oh, about yeah? how um, the Denver music scene and the film community is too nice. Yeah, and I agree, and I think, uh, and, and I've, I've said this to you before. Sometimes I think at Open Screen Night, the judges are too nice. Uh, yeah, because uh, you have to be able to take criticism too, or you're never going to get better. That's true. Um, I I um I can I can joke all I want, especially that night. <laughs> there were plenty of jokes about me having a degree in English and. Um, the truth is, reading. what it means, and not being able to read, yeah. I uh, can't read and even pick it up. And, um, but at the same time, what that means is that I actually have been in really hard rooms and seen what criticism does. Oh, yeah. And if you, like, okay, so at the end when Jonathan, um, was <laughs> saying negative things about the rap video, which honestly, I don't think was good. Like, no, it, wasn't. it was, it was a 90s rap video. Like, I don't think it was good either. I thought it was still shot well. Because said that. Nah. nah. But but here's the thing. If you so so what happened was he started saying like he started saying things about mm-hmm. it not really being music and like you know look if it's poetry it's poetry but it's, it's just got a beat track behind it like it's not there is no music there and I can at least see what he's saying whether you agree or disagree I'm not even talking about that but the people in the audience who were probably drunk anyway were were yelling at him like you know um, and I don't. I assume that those was those were the people from the video. And the issue is this. When somebody gives you criticism like that, all you have to do is ask the question of, okay, why is it making me angry? Is it making me angry because they are blind and not paying attention? Or is it making me angry because they're right? And if they're right, then just figure out what part of their criticism you think is actually that nugget of truth. Because most often when somebody is actually a critic like that, they're, it's like throwing darts at a dartboard. They're not going to actually hit what's wrong with what you did. They're going to get you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to take that stuff and then interpret it through what you think about your own work and what you were going for and try to figure out what they were actually saying. It, like, there's no reason to get pissed at somebody giving you criticism. Yeah. There's really not. And like, I- unless unless all they do is they go, like, I <laughs> in, in college I actually had somebody who they quote-unquote critique to my my short story and all it said on the whole uh manuscript was just way too long at the top it was 12 pages but it was way too long apparently shit like that you can get mad at because that's just somebody being lazy um and if he'd come out there and just been like shit (laughs) oh what'd you think about that jonathan shit it's just shit just shit on just shit on it i hope you're a judge of open screen nights and you just go shit (laughs) Uh, then that can be frustrating. I understand that. But if somebody says something about you and you don't like it, like, all right. Yeah. It's either 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 it has a ring of truth or it doesn't. Why are you pissed? Why why are you taking it so personally? And if you're taking it personally, you're probably taking it personally because you think they're right. Yeah. So. I, I mean, I agree. I don't. Um, I don't think I'm like the greatest or anything. And no. I mean, it, it doesn't hurt my feelings. If someone doesn't like me. Who cares? But everybody loves me, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jonathan told me because he didn't. He only saw it the first time. You know. Right. Open screen night. And he says, Ryan, you're just so natural up there. You're just so natural on screen. So Thanks, Jonathan. I appreciate that. Um, do you like the episode? Oh, no, I do. I oh, really I enjoyed it. No, did he? Oh, yeah, he oh. really liked it. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> you don't give a shit what we think. Yeah. <laughs> no, he really liked it. Because uh, cool. he was... 
uh, I'm friends with the director of The Perfect House, um, and he put it on his website, uh, or Jonathan put it on his Facebook page, and the director from Perfect House put it on his, and he said, uh, oh, I love this, and Jonathan says, yeah, it's an homage. So the, his, the director really liked it, too. Cool. Wow, cool. So they uh, they really got into it. Um, what else did I like on that one? Uh, the Cougar Littlefield one and the the girl one, that one's pretty interesting. I just The only thing I didn't like is how it was shot sometimes. It kept on going in and out of focus, and I understand what they were doing. But yeah. When I thought Which, about it afterwards, it was all... Uh, it was like, all hand. Cam. It was all... Um, one shot? Close-ups. It mm-hmm. was all from like the you know top of the head down to the t- bottom of the neck. Tom Hooper style? For most mm-hmm. of the movie. Um, but the performances were really good in it. Yeah. yeah. So. The 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 focus thing I realize now because you and I were sort of standing off to the side of the screen. Yeah. And like I even made that comment about the focus thing. I, I, I'm not even sure that I can be accurate because when you're standing over there, like that kind of stuff is so weird. I, I still think it's probably true because there were a couple times where well, like, no, it just it went in and out of focus yeah. at a weird time. It was, it was too. It was too soon. Yeah. It was too soon. But I mean, the performance is good, and I like this the idea behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What else did we see there? Um. Um, Did you guys see me in the Laugh You Bastard skit? Uh, no, yeah. because the Laugh You Bastard stuff went on way too long. It Here's the thing. It's the funniest stuff I've seen from Laugh Well, especially that first skit. The with, first skit was funny. With Matty O'Connor and Spencer. <laughs> the party like, foul. Yeah, yeah I, that's actually what I would expect from like a, a, a Matty O'Connor video. Like, I would expect that to be something he would put on Funny or Die. Like, that video was really, really good. Uh, but yeah, it's that they, they do that thing where they'll drag a joke on for too long. Um, and sort of beat it to death. Yeah, and uh, the senior in that I didn't notice, it wasn't funny. Which the, one was? Uh, the guy was saying how the girl thinks he's stupid. The choking. And oh, he's the a choking. Son, like saying, oh, yeah, what, I'm retarded? I thought it was funny at first, but then, like, yeah, the, the same thing. Like, you knew that the girl was actually choking, and then that joke just went And that's on the one thing it. I would always say to them is I think their stuff goes on too long. Yeah. You know, just tighten it up a little bit because the opening was pretty good. Their credits are really good. Um, uh, that, uh, that was funny. The their the nature video narrative I thought was funny. And yeah, yeah, like yeah. Really it was, yeah, it was funny really first, well. it, it, Here's the thing: it was kind of hard for us to hear mm-hmm. that one. Um, so some of the jokes later on, I just I yeah, I didn't. That, that one, one I didn't hear it. But I mean, people were laughing at it, so yeah. that's good. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I couldn't hear the jokes. And here's um, the thing: that criticism is not like ridiculous or or mean. Like Michael Myers is the or Mike Myers is the same way. Like mm-hmm. he beats jokes to death. Um, so it's, you know, saying that about them is not like some damning piece of criticism. It's just, that's how I feel about those guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure they think us, we appeal to lowest denominated. Yeah. I'm sure they think that we're pompous, full of ourselves assholes. Yeah, totally. Because we talk about ourselves for two hours a week. Exactly. And that we have, we bring celebrities with us. <laughs> and- or, you know, after the show, they tell me that they want to bring you guys on for their stuff. Do they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's nice. I'll be on their ship. I'll be on their ship. Make sure it's edited well. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's... I, I do think it's their stuff's improved. I, I Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that, my only thing that, I would say. Yeah, that, that whole credits intro up. thing. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. That was maybe the coolest thing they had all the whole night. Yeah. Um, Just tighten it up. That's all they need to do. Yeah. Maybe drop a couple skits from their stuff. Is that how their normal stuff goes? I swore I saw stuff where it's just, like, one long... Thing. It just depends on what the idea is. Uh, by uh, the whole concept of is it's a skit show, so it's you know it's like Mr. Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a bunch of strung together different things. Um, but there have been a couple episodes where they've been like all one story. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of depends on what the idea is. So it's cool to see them grow. Yeah, um, I think it's about it. We saw a lot of boobs and misogyny. Yeah, yeah, boobs you knew. 
Yeah, what uh, what day is that playing at the C Film Festival? It's like February eighth or something. It's oh, not a I film festival. It's just uh, a film screen- center. It's a free screening. I think the seventh, maybe seventh or eighth, something like that. Yeah, um, free popcorn too. I think. Oh, nice. But yeah, go there see some boobs. Yeah, some boobage. There, was, there were a lot of boobs just in that trailer. Man. Yeah. I wonder how much you have to pay to get girls to be naked on camera, <laughs> like lo- locally. I'm what, just do curious. You even like, I think you pay them in t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Or shoes. Just go to Kohl's oh, and buy a... shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to Kohl's and buy, like, a pack of Hanes shirts, and we'll write real nerds on them. <laughs> and um, so, Brad, when's the next open screen? I think it's February 24th, right? Uh, well, we're kind of figuring out because there's some other... P- p- some other entity wants to rent out the theater in February mm-hmm. on All that Tuesday. February? Just that, that Tuesday, okay. that last week of Tuesday. So I don't know if we're getting bumped to another day that week or not, so... But it'll... It'll be sometime in February. Cool. So I still know exactly what day. Yeah. And will we have the new the season finale of Real Nerds on there? We better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll have the fi- season finale. We only we'll have to get the season wrapped up thing. and take a break for a while. Cool. Then get to it. Yeah, let's season get to two. it. Uh, cool. This is the box office numbers from last week. This is the box office stats. I got it, James. Don't worry about it. Okay. The number one movie was Ride Along Again with $20 million. 21. You said you got it. $21 million. Okay. That was a studio estimate. Uh, that's what I'm referring to. The movie we saw, I, Frankenstein, was $8.9 million. Um, 8.6. Uh, uh, that was $60 million. Yeah, $65 million. <laughs> came in, uh, they'll came probably in make it back six. overseas. Maybe. I bet uh, they will. Let's bet, know. guys. Let's like, bet. I, well, no, no, no. Um, European I just mean, people like, eat that shit up. That movie. <laughs> Those yeah, darn I don't Europe. even know if the Europeans would eat that shit up. Like, it's dumb. Did you you should go see that. Did you guys not like I Frankenstein? No. It's not good. I didn't see the, it. The, the most exciting boring. thing that I saw about it, it was either being linked around like Twitter or Reddit, but it was the Spanish poster, so it was just a Yo Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it, no, no, it's... It's it's like you look at it and be like I know I know exactly why it's saying that because that's what it is in Spanish right. but it's it's still hysterical oh, also yeah. also yo robot <laughs> yeah. oh. yo, yo robot that's <laughs> but, so know, good yo it, son it's really yo funny. robot welcome to Earth <laughs> <laughs> excellent he doesn't say Earth in that movie yes he does he, no he doesn't yeah, he, says he, earth. Earth. he says Earth it's Earth no he says it's U R F no, it's he, it's three against one. Quit it, thinking Independence Day is a great movie, James. It's horrible. No, good. it's it's awesome. Go put your subtitles See, on. No, it's not awesome. Even Brad, the pretentious one, says that it's good. I, I saw <laughs> what pretentious. <laughs> You're the one who wants I'm to see kidding. Labor Day. Yeah, I do really want to see Labor Day with the peach pie thing. <laughs> the, the peach trailer. pie ghost ripoff. Um, um, I was actually listening to Film Explosion uh, today, and I was driving. I've I, the first time I listened to it, I've never heard the trailer for Samurai Cop until oh, yeah? I, I almost pulled over the road and started <laughs> laughing. Were you circumcised as a baby? Why? Because I cut a lot off. <laughs> like what? What the fuck? I don't know what's going on in that trailer. You but, fuck me? I, yeah, I guess. I, I guess. <laughs> so now I want to see that movie. Yeah, we gotta have that party. Yep. Um, Trust me, it's a good time. Hey, James, what comic book should we read this week? Ooh, I'm just fucking it up for everybody. Really out of order. What's up, nerds? It's the comics corner. Uh, so right. Before Christmas, and we've had a bunch of other books to talk about. And last week, mm-hmm. last week we did our top ten. So honestly, this week was kind of hard for me because I was like, huh? "How am I gonna?" We talked about everything last week. How do I? 
do a comic. Anyway, um, right before Christmas, they released The Search Part 3, which is a... Um, uh, it's Avatar The Last Airbender. It's the comics of that. Um, and they released The Search Part 3, which is the finale of the section where they go searching for Zuko's mom, who's like been dancing through the whole show. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, what's that from? I got cheese. Oh, they're multiplying, <laughs> and I'm losing no. all control no. of my avatar, Airbender. I don't know. That was, that was, <laughs> that was really interesting. Those aren't the lyrics. <laughs> you've been you've been training all like on improv. It's blowing. <laughs> um. Anyway, it's Can really I good. Your cheese. Fuck. <laughs> Let's just just talk over him. It'll go away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't. I've been doing this for two and a half years. It won't go away. It's um, like herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you familiar it's with a, having herpes? I am. It burns when you fucking pee, guys. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, if you're a fan of that show, which you should be because it's great, you need to check this series out. It is absolutely redefining of some of those characters. Um, like, and, and a really serious story. Uh, you know, it's kind of cool that it's t- told in the comics where it's probably not going to get to a lot of kids because it's a it's pretty out there. Like pe- people find out that people are not people's kids, and you know affairs are had, and there are conversations about whether or not people had sex, but it's like masked so that kids can read still read it. Um, it's really interesting, uh, and definitely something people should check out. So it's fun. What's yeah. it called, James? Uh, it's called The Search. Um, the search you can pick that up at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics in Arvada, Colorado, sixteen hundred, sixty-seven hundred Wadsworth Boulevard. Yep. I saw these people really disappointed that um, that Bruce wouldn't buy their pennies from them yesterday. Pennies? Yeah, he's like, he says I have enough pennies. Now, if you had silver or gold, I'll take it. They're just regular pennies. They're like a nineteen fifty-four penny. Yeah. Yeah. I don't collect coins, and even I know that's stupid. <laughs> Do they make a scene? No, he said <laughs> okay. Oh. They didn't like throw their pennies up in the air, and it was like, "Oh, great! I have twelve pennies now." <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Take these pennies and stick them up your ass. Are you telling me that these pennies are only worth a penny? <laughs> I want your ass pennies. <laughs> you see that UCB sketch? <laughs> no. No. I'll keep it to myself then. <laughs> Please do. Upright <laughs> Citizens Brigade guys. Ass pennies. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh! You're right. Now I definitely want to hear about your ass pennies, Brad. It's, it's the ultimate power move. You know, you stick a penny up your ass, you take it out, you hand it to the like the executive below you, and then every day when you, you know, you look at them, you're like, you have the upper hand because you know that guy's touched pennies have been in your ass. I so wish you <laughs> kept that to yourself. Like you said you had. I wish you did it. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun show. You should watch it. Stephen Colbert. Hmm? He's on a few of those, isn't he? No Brigade? I think you're thinking about, talking about Stranger uh, Stranger with Candy, yeah. yeah. So many sketch comedy shows. This is real news. It's real news. You better have something this week, James. I'm going to punch you in your face. <laughs> Dude, there's a bunch of stuff. I have something. You do? I know. Well, all right, do you want to go first? Because I bet I have your thing on my list, but go ahead. Yeah, did you guys see the Ninja Turtles? I did. Photos? Yeah, it's right here. Ninja Turtle pictures. They're badass. Yeah. I, I was, think I think I was surprised. Really cool. Yeah. Really? Um, you guys thing, like them? Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, unless for everyone not familiar, they're not all the, like, the designs aren't that original. Um, Jim Lee design turtles that look a lot like that and then there's the um a couple issues in the original run 
Uh, I forget the artist's name, but uh, the turtles had a very like dinosaur look to them mm-hmm. um, with loincloths and stuff. Um, so there's a couple details like Donatello wearing glasses, like they're going to fall off when he's fighting. Why, like, why would he have them? Maybe they're strapped to his head. I don't see the strap in the photo, but I mean, yeah. maybe it's there. I just can't see it. Um, and then, uh, like Michelangelo has a tattoo. Like, when did did the other turtles give him the tattoo? Did he want to do a tattoo? Because he's a badass, <laughs> I guess. Um, Tur- turtle tattoos, man. It's it's a little overcomplicating, you know, uh, a good idea, but you know, it's way better than I thought it was going to be. So, yeah. and Shredder, I- there's a, I can't tell from the photo, but. He might have the Utram in his belly, which means Shredder's more like a cyborg and not a man. Hmm. Uh, but that idea is stolen from the 2003 cartoon. So Interesting. So we'll see. I'm really surprised. I thought you were going to hate him. I, I don't think it looks cool yet, but I also know that it's a shitty leaked photo of not like actual footage stuff. So we don't really know what they're gonna look like, like because isn't it isn't it leaked from like toy packaging or something like that? No, I'm talking the, about the the maquettes that they had. Yeah, the post there's a oh, poster that's still those. online, but the yeah the the mo- the sculpts that they have on set as reference, like visual reference, oh. they have these maquettes. Um, they're super detailed, and actually on Friday there was an actual toy bunch of toy pictures that look like uh, cheaper versions of the same thing of the maquettes. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I think I only saw the like the poster. Like the that maquettes arc. are way yeah, awesome. It looks like yeah. they're gonna, they are going to call it Ninja Turtles. Meh. <laughs> I yeah, I think I knew that was on IMDb. Be. It's still Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Is 2014. It? So it may just be one of those things where like 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 Fast and Furious, where it's it's actually Furious Six, but they call it Fast and Furious on the poster. Yeah, or there's some other like, um, oh, was the cart? There's like an animated film where. Um, it had a long title, or like you know, the Grinch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is officially called "How the Grinch Stole Christmas," but all the posters just said "The Grinch." Yeah. So mm-hmm. the turtles could be the same thing. Totally. Because yeah. I think from a marketing standpoint, I if I were on that that ad team, I'd be like, "Why are we calling this Teenage Mutant? Like, you guys know it's not 1992, right? Like, from a, from a, I want to make money now as a like the person who likes the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, I, I'm just saying. I, I think they're trying to to separate ways. it too from the previous ones because yeah. they've already done Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and TMNT. Yeah. So I think maybe they—that's why they kind of—they're trying to be hip or something. When, yeah. when you're having to reboot a, a series for the second time, you you gotta play around with the title a little. Yeah, like Amazing Spider-Man too. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Like if they reboot Spider-Man again, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. they'll make it spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm just glad it wasn't. Uh, Brad put me to this article uh, a few months ago, and it was <laughs> the Amazing Spider-Man: Rise of the Green Goblin. Uh, no, there was a worse one where it was like I tricked the, him. I the made that up. Price of Power or something <laughs> like that. I know I was flicked, but now I was like looking on Yahoo and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? But yeah. I have seen a couple other ones like Rise of Electro and stuff. Yeah. I know he's so passionate about Spider-Man that you know, once in a while I can throw like a curveball in and psych him out into thinking that Dick. Yeah, isn't, Spider-Man news has come along. Isn't Amazing Spider-Man two official now? Yeah. Okay, I thought so. Um, let's not let's not bury the lead here. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg is uh, Lex Luthor. Oh yeah, that thing that's, happened. That's the big one. It's so um, weird. They, they, it's one of those things where it seems like they have so much in that movie already. Yeah. Without it even being made. Yeah. I haven't um, seen the social, social network, so I don't know how. Oh no, he's is. good. Oh, really? No, he's oh, good. Yeah, he's great. And that's that's like anybody. I don't who, mind the casting. It's just I mean, is, is Luthor going to be the villain then? I guess. Yeah, and and I think it'll be a different Lex Luthor. Like, I don't think this is going to be Spacey's Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Um, this will obviously be a younger... It'll Yeah, uh, the reason why Social Network comes up is because that's who he's going to play. He's going to be a bald Zuckerberg. 
um, probably. Maybe with a little bit of crazy mix in. I, I think he's got the talent. I think he can oh, do yeah, it. Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, Who else did they cast? They cast someone else in that movie, too, as another villain. Uh, no, not a villain, uh, Alfred. Oh, yeah, yeah Alfred. Jeremy Irons. Uh, Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Um, I, it's I one just, of those wait and see things. It, games. <laughs> uh, I think I don't give a shit because I still don't care about this movie. Like, really? I'm interested in Ben Affleck as Batman, and that's about it. Like, I, I have very little faith that they are actually going to be able to pull this off. Because I think it takes a lot. I think it takes a really great script to make a Batman versus Superman movie good. Um, and I, I just don't have a lot of faith in that. Um, partially because I don't like Superman very much. Well, what would so, you do, James? Mr. World's Finest Writer? I wouldn't make a Superman movie because I don't think he's a very good character. <laughs> like, Man of Steel was fun. I, like, I don't... Man of Steel was fun, yeah. But if you're going to... You know, part of why... Uh, the whole Marvel thing works is because they based it all off of Iron Man and they made Iron Man a really fun and interesting character who then as the movies went along, you could actually sort of, you know, they built him into a good person where you were actually interested in that character. Even with Man of Steel, he's still just Superman. Like, I don't, I don't think they've added anything to him that makes him more interesting to me. Hmm. Um, so that's it. I, and that is, that's a me thing. You know, that's not a, that's like that's a David a Russell thing. He's just going to hate it no matter what. I don't know. No. So Superman is not afraid to kill now, so that's yeah. interesting. Right? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. No, I I agree with that. Um, Wouldn't it be sweet if Superman was fi- fighting Brainiac? Because you know Brainiac's really tall, and he just like flies through his chest, and there's like a Superman-shaped hole in him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just I, an S-shaped hole. I, <laughs> I, like I a shield. <laughs> just the <a> shield. <laughs> <laughs> I think that like yeah, having Lex Luthor be the villain is probably a mistake. Because yeah. if it were if it were Brainiac, and it were like Brainiac comes and ca- like. He and he and Bruce Wayne they talk and they don't really like each other and they you know they look at things completely differently and then Brainiac comes and captures Superman and then Batman has to find a way to save Superman. That would be cool. Well, yeah, I, I think. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, just just the announcement that uh, Jesse Eisenberg is playing Lex Luthor. That's not that's not like an explicit endorsement that that is going to be like the main antagonist of the film, right. is it? No, because right. it, it sometimes happens that they make those announcements and then it turns it turns out that. It's just a small part that they wrote in just to say, oh, look, it's Lex Luthor in the movie with Superman. In it. Yeah. And then he's in it for like three minutes. And it, and might, be, it, it might be he's going to be the villain in Justice League. Well, I, I, I kind of agree with Dan. I actually think what's going to – I mean, this is just me being – shooting. Um, I think that Bruce Wayne and Lex Luthor are going to be rivals in it. And that's yeah. what brings him to Metropolis. And then he's going to clash with Superman and then they have to work together to fight, defeat a common foe. Probably. That's what I expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, Shia LaBeouf. Came out of retirement this what? week. A whole two and a half weeks he was retired. <laughs> hmm. uh, I so him. I hope he got well rested because he's going to make a movie with Bill Murray that no one's going to give a shit about. Just like everything else he's done. <laughs> Broken Flowers too. Oh, uh, <laughs> You know who did a song for Broken... Oh, no. No, I'm getting that mixed up. Um, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel put turned on his webcam this week, started dancing and singing like a Beyonce song or some shit. And then at the end of the video, he was like, I'm dancing because I'm super excited um, because they're going to make Riddick 4 because like, apparently it's <laughs> doing really well on DVD. Um, he also announced this week that they're going to make another XXX movie, which only excites me because I really want the poster to just say XXXIII on it. <laughs> <laughs> really Bitches good. come. Yeah, no, that's it. I, if that's the subtitle of the movie should be Bitches Come because it's the only redeeming thing about XXX1. Is that that badass I love, I love line? That in here. <laughs> was was he was Vin Diesel even in 
State of the Union or whatever. No, 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 Ice no. Cube. Yeah, no. Because, yeah, it was just Ice Cube. And Samuel I'm Jackson. up here <laughs> with a bunch of white boys. <laughs> That's my Ice Cube because he doesn't like white people. I it, think. Like the whole movie was just him jumping at like the skids of helicopters, right? Like yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. I mean, that's all I yeah. remember. Yeah, I actually saw both of those for some reason. I don't know. I, rem- I don't remember the first one. I just remember there's lots of snow, and then there was the bad guy who had just like chicks around him all the time. Yeah, no, he's got this badass scene that I always loved. Where and I don't know what James' parents are making, but it smells great. <laughs> the, oh, my dad's my dad has gotten into uh, baking his own um, hamburger buns. Nice. He hasn't figured <laughs> it out yet, but we've eaten a lot of bread in the last two weeks. I'll it tell you that. Smells great. Those buns no, smell like does. a pie. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, no, they sound they, Anyways, good. What else um, you got, James? <laughs> all right. Um, so Neil Baumkamp is back on Halo. He was supposed nice. to direct a Halo movie for a while, but now they're doing a TV show. I like him. And they brought him back on to do the pilot of the TV show because um, everybody said really good things about it about his ideas on that movie. So it's probably good. It means yeah, that all the people Halo. who really loved it. I don't give a shit about Halo either. Neil but, Blomkamp's good. Um, yeah, I think I think that he's a a pretty perfect pairing for that. Mm-hmm. And um, he was the one who did that that thing that. That live action thing yes. that was out a while ago. That yes, was kind of did. a, which like, was it was badass yeah. looking. Yeah, it, it was really really cool. Um, we also got uh, there's a NATO, not the like national defense organization, North American Treaty, but the whatever uh, North American yeah the Treaty. National okay. Association for Theater Owners mm-hmm. um, had <laughs> a the like, much more important NATO. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, they said that they aren't going to fire any nukes at anybody if the uh, people who make trailers will start making them shorter. So that they're always under two minutes. Um, Cinemark disagrees, and they don't want that. But like, it's a thing. So we might start getting like shorter trailers. I don't know. I don't know why. Hmm. I, I think their their idea, I, I would guess, is that 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 it's way they mysterious. can get more trailers before a movie. Because it's not like they're going to suddenly, you know, right now you go to a movie, it's like twenty minutes before your movie starts. Yeah. Um, they're not going to suddenly stop doing that. They're just going to add more commercials and more trailers. Um, but. I don't know. I know. I, I I was reading that, and I think it's because they want movies to stop being spoiled, and I think they want um, there to be a mystery so it gets more people to go. But um, because but tra- like the people who build trailers build them to try and entice people in. Yeah, but so if, if you're a crazy fanboy like me, and you've already seen the Super Bowl trailer for Spider Man, yeah, and you already know that they're going to kill Gwen Stacy in it, then you know you're like, eh. thanks for spoiling that for me, Dick. <laughs> well, no, there's a scene. Have you seen the Super no, Bowl I one? Haven't. Uh, there's a scene where she is free falling through the air, and Spider-Man grabs her, and he like crashes through this uh, window or roof, wow. and her body is all limp and everything. No way! Yeah, and he's fighting the they Green Goblin in, the, in the shot. He's fighting the Green Goblin in that shot. Wow! Way yeah. to go, Sony! <laughs> yeah. All right, that is that is pretty dumb. Um, and there's a horrible shot too. Oh man, I'm, I mean the movie. There's some really cool things in the trailer, but then there's a shot of a missile that's like in the uh, on the right hand side of the screen and obviously they're doing it for 3d effect because the camera is just tracking the missile like mm. the camera is on the side of the missile it's horrible looking oh man this movie still looks great though yeah <laughs> um but anyway so we'll see what happens there and then the very last thing is that uh, quentin tarantino sued gawker this week um we haven't talked about this it's sort of been going on but this is the point at which i thought it was at least interesting um because now it's kind of a story um a couple weeks ago he's been passing around his script to a few friends for the hateful eight which was the next movie he was going to do and somebody let it slip and the next thing we knew it was on the internet um and gawker was like out there sort of like they you could download the whole script off of their site um, sort of. I think they're saying like, well, it was technically a link to somebody else, and but they, Gawker's kind of a bag full of dicks. Like those kinds are 
those guys are kind of assholes. So, uh, and Tarantino has always hated them. So I think he's just using this as an excuse to finally sue them and try to get them to shut up. I, I bet. Um, I bet Tarantino wins. Yeah, I, yeah. Because I think he's got. A, he, I think he's got a good argument because they. I mean, they maliciously hurt his mm-hmm. his money. I mean, he's yeah. he's going to make money off of it. And him saying, "Well, now I'm not going to do it because everyone knows what I'm going to do." Yeah. Um, so I, I think he'll win. Um, I mean, the issue here is that like. He chose. He's the one who chose to not go ahead and make the movie because, like, mm-hmm. it's on there. I'm not going to read it, but yeah. some people are. Um, is it really that big of a deal? Like, you know. Uh, well, I think it's a way to fight back too because there's people on this podcast. You know, I won't say who is, but they they rip things off the internet, <laughs> and I mean that. You know, it sounds stupid, but you hurt people who do that. And I mean, I'm I I am against illegal downloading mm-hmm. or uh, torrenting or any of that stuff. So, I, I hope Tarantino wins. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting. I think I think the the thing that bums me out the most about this is that he's not going to make the movie now. I mean, he, he yeah. is, but he's not going to make it next, which just means it'll be another year and a half before we see another Tarantino movie. Mm. Um, so that's a, that's what bums me. Yeah. Out. Like, you know, is is it going to change anything? Are there are are websites like Gawker or TMZ are they going to leak stuff like that when they get it? Of course they are. You know. Um, even if it's not making them money, they're just going to do it to get their name out there because that's what those sites are. Yeah, it's, it's clicks. It's yeah, yeah. exactly. It's yeah. all clicks. Um, but it's just a shame we don't get to see that movie. Yep. Um, anyway, that's uh, that's news. Did I you think. watch the trailer for A Million Ways to Die in the West? I did. It's pretty no, awesome. I, didn't. I haven't seen it yet. It's literally a movie about people keep on dying in this town, mm-hmm. and it's a million ways. And Liam Neeson's like the bad guy. Are Seth a million Mc- people going to die? Uh, maybe. Did you see the, the character posters for it? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, on Hollywood Babylon, the end of the show is always a joke about Liam Neeson have, having a huge cock. Mm-hmm. And the poster, the character poster for Liam Neeson in that movie is hung like an outlaw. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. The movie looks funny. Cool. Um, uh, we I know st- we didn't do oh. fan mail, but uh, it, it just reminded me uh, a couple weeks ago you got an email about um, American Splendor that you couldn't answer. Yeah, um, so here's the thing. There's no Blu-ray of American Splendor. Like, I went to try and get it. There's no Blu-ray. Um, I can buy the DVD, but it's still really expensive. So I'm or still hunting it. Or you can borrow it from it. me. Or you can borrow from Brad, because oh, Brad really? has seen it. <laughs> oh, really? So if he would have let you finish your thought, <laughs> then you would <laughs> Oh, no, I just want to explain why. Like, because we, you know, we said on that podcast, like, mm-hmm. hey, we will watch this movie for you. Mm-hmm. And then... And if I'd been there, I could have just told you right yep. then and there. So Yeah, if you'd been there... <laughs> Anyway, go go ahead. That's right. I'm a letdown. Um, I think it's a good movie. To... Obviously, you just heard that I own it. Yeah. Um, Paul Giamatti is amazing in it. Parvi Picard is kind of likable, but also unlikable at the same time. Like yeah. he kind of blames other people for his po- problems a lot. Um, although in some cases, you know, it's legitimate that um, you know he lead, he leads a it's, it's about his life, um, and his life is his comic book is about his life. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, I think it's worth a watch, um, and he has some cool, uh, not cool, um, just interesting observations about like the life he leads and injects into that comic, comic book series. Have it, yeah, any of us ever read the book? Mm. I tried to pick up some copies, but they're hard to find. Yeah, Paul Giamatti is really good in that. Didn't he get nominated? I think he got nominated for an Academy Award for that, didn't he? I don't I remember. So. I, I think know. he did, yeah. He's a good actor. Mm-hmm. He's really good. He's a chameleon. One time he'll be John Adams, the next time he'll be a slave owner in 12 Years a Slave. Uh, he's also a rhino. He's a rhino. That's right. A mech pilot. Um, yeah. When you, when you, <laughs> literally, when you said he's a chameleon, I was like, no, no he's a rhino. What, are you confused? He's also Dude. a good chauffeur. He is a great yeah. chauffeur. Aww. He's also a guy that drinks wine. 
He is. He is. Wine yeah. connoisseur. And runs away from dudes who are naked. He also yeah. owns a, a motel and looks in the pool sometimes? No. Is that that correct. movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah, I can't yeah. believe you busted <laughs> out a lady in the water yeah. reference. He, uh, this this last year, he also sold Christmas trees. Fuck. Yeah. Man. There's a little movie called... Uh, Renaissance Man. Something. About Christmas. Oh, yeah. It's a something about Christmas. He's really good in that. Yeah, some kind of Christmas movie. <laughs> That's got a Christmas title, like Jingle All the Way or something. I don't know. All is bright, right? All is bright. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah, Christmas. It's just a completely disposable Christmas title. But it, the yeah. movie, that movie's but fun. But the bright's scratched out. I understand what's going on. Because it's not really bright because it's actually kind of <laughs> All is redacted. <laughs> hey, James, what's coming out on Blu-ray? I actually don't know. I forgot to look at Amazon this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. There's uh, There's some things. DVD releases and Blu-rays. Oh, I am getting something, though. I think I'm getting Night of the Demons Collector's Edition. I think that's coming out. Hmm. Uh, I'll keep my eyes open. So <laughs> the number one thing is uh, DCU Justice League War, which I've seen like reviews for already. You know, it's one of those... DCU um, does a pretty good job with their yeah, animated stuff. No, they do. That's the only reason I'm talking about it is because people who like DC stuff will I want to check this out. I love Under the Red Hood. Um, uh, Dallas Buyers Club comes out this week, so this will be my chance to finally see more Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I, so I, I, I'm starting to think that James has a huge man crush on McConaughey. Mm -hmm. I'm getting there. Man, True True Detective is really good. I know, I keep on forgetting to watch Mud that James let me borrow two weeks ago. Yeah. Sitting on my comic books. That's okay, I've watched it a few times. All right, good. So, I don't need it back right away. Uh, Escape Plan, the Schwarzenegger movie, comes out. Oh, sweet. I'm actually get that one. Yeah? Because I want to see him pull that gun off the side of the helicopter and mow people down again. <laughs> Oh man, um, that was really badass. Yeah, that, that was a really cool. great shot. Uh, About time, which was that like, I'm British, you know, and I could travel through time. That movie, mm -hmm. um, that comes out this week. Um, I think that's a trailer. I'm British, and I can travel through okay. time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> my father's Bill Nighy, who I think the twist is is actually me. Ah, you son of a bitch! But no, because it's his dad. Like otherwise, he mm. would have to have sex with his mom. And then give birth to himself, and like his wife would have to give birth to himself, right? Nope. How would? It's two like, different times. So if his dad keeps on going back in time, then he becomes himself. Mm -hmm. It's it's a very Back to the Future ish. I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> anyway, I made that. Up. Uh, okay, good. Um, baggage claim, which was that movie where the airport just. You're gonna say the black person full of be black a, people? Yeah. yeah, no, I am because here's the thing. The I'm, I'm allowed to have. <laughs> That's what he just said. I, I can see him like spinning in his head. Like, how can I say this without being racist? The airport full of black people. <laughs> he so just must, gave up. So it must take place in Atlanta or something. <laughs> no, here's the thing. I can I can be. I can say that because of how pissed off I was when I went to see. Um, Fruitvale Station, and there was nothing but trailers for those movies in front of it. And I was like, "What? What is the deal that you only see trailers for those in front of quote black people movies?" I'm just saying, why? You know, yeah. The no, industry does this. I the know, industry, do Hollywood makes me racist, Ryan. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, Free Birds comes out this week. Um, so if you really wanted that, oh yeah, there it is. Uh, your uh, Night of the Demons. What is Night of the Demons? Uh, it is a 1980s horror movie where people get possessed in this house by demons and they eat each other. Huh. I don't remember seeing it. I saw it years ago, and there's this one part where this chick is having sex with this guy, and she's naked, and she's possessed by a demon, and she says, quit looking at me, and then the guy looks at her again, and then her face is a demon face, and he, she rips out his eyeballs. That's all I remember from that movie. Wow. But uh, it's Scream Factory. They make really great horror movie DVDs. Yeah, it looks... Um, they, uh, their their Blu-rays look like almost, you know... 
Don't worry, guys. I watched another. Yeah, I, I watched another one this week. I'll tell you all about. Interesting. I'm. I think I know. Anyway, um, Romeo and Juliet, the last year's version of Romeo mm. and Juliet, comes out this week. No one saw. Um, that's true. It, it just kind of got it. dropped. Yeah. Well, I I kind of want to see it just because it's Haley Steinfeld and I. Or yeah, mm. there's a T in that, right? Yeah, Steinfeld. Um, I think she's good. Uh, Cutie and the Boxer, which was a highly acclaimed little documentary from last year, is this week. And, uh, oh, here's here's the big one. This is the one everybody's been waiting for. A Blu-ray re-release of Two Weeks Notice. I don't even know what that is. Oh, really? Uh, that's uh, Sandra Bullock and Hugh Grant from, like, oh, that's right. 2002 or something like that. When Sandra Bullock only made um, romantic comedies. And then I read an interview with her in Entertainment Weekly when Gravity came out. And now she thinks she's better than everybody else. Yeah, she's kind of... I don't like her very much. Yeah, she's annoying. There's a Blu-ray called Scorned. There's a movie called A Case of You with... Uh, that one dude, Justin Long. Anyway, I think that's it. Cool. Gotham City Serials. Mortal Kombat? Huh. Did you see Mortal Kombat? Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, Mortal Kombat Legacy. Is it season is that the two? the first one? If it's season two, I'm going to order it right now. It doesn't say season two. It just says Legacy. I don't know if that's Is there a picture? Separate. Is there like four dudes on it? Uh, There's three dudes. It's got Jerry Ryan. Was Jerry Ryan in the first season or the second season? No, I think she's in the first one. She's Sonya Blade. Yeah, I mean, this looks like the first season. Uh, yeah, I think it's that. That otherwise, I think it would be higher. Yeah, I want the second because I'm pretty far down here now. Because I watched them on YouTube, and I want to watch them on Blu-ray. It's, it's only slightly above Girls Gone Wild: Bedrooms of 90210, so I'm oh, pretty sweet. sure. Well, that's because I ordered both of them. <laughs> uh, anyway, are you? Is there something you're looking for, Ben? You yeah, think I'm missing one. Just see if there's anything that I've been looking forward to because. I constantly go on each week and find things that is it when I'm not here and you don't talk about <laughs> and I'm like, oh, great, I missed that because mm-hmm. I didn't hear it on the show. Yep. But it looks like you lucked out this week. Cause it's, a <laughs> it's nothing. There's a, like a DVD re-release of Horrible Bosses and the, the photo for it is a picture of the DVD sitting on a dude's counter. <laughs> Look. Oh, so it's just a fan uploaded picture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's not really, <laughs> it's not an official. They do picture. that every once in a while. Um, I wanted to uh, see this movie called The Sapphires, which was with Chris O'Dowd. He's, yeah. uh, you guys know what it is, but they said it was really racist because the original Blu ray art of it was Chris O'Dowd, like, singing in the front foreground, and then the real stars of the movie were regulated to the background in blue. And they said, oh, they're doing that because they're black. I don't think that was the case, but so if you find that dvd case um, unless denzel washington is one of the singers then i don't see how <laughs> <laughs> they jump ahead of chris O'Dowd. <laughs> yeah um but they do that all, every once in a while they redesigned the silver linings playbook uh art as well it looks really? different now yeah it's because it was racist i uh, know because i because think it was <laughs> i think it's because <laughs> white chris tucker the in the front even though he wasn't yeah. the main character well i think it's because the original uh, i mean i own the blu-ray it's a little messy and mm. so i think they cleaned it up a little bit yeah um so cool and now it's a part of the show where we tell everybody what we've been watching, and hopefully, when we tell you what we've been watching, you want to watch what we've watched. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Dan, what did you watch this week? <laughs> um, I've been watching. Uh, I watched uh, the birds recently. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, nice. Um, and I don't really have a lot to say about it other than, um. <clears throat> <clears throat> Are you going to diss Hitchcock? Um, no, don't I, do that on this 
podcast, James will so, kill you. No, actually, I would agree with him on this one. That that was the movie that whenever it came on TV when we were growing up, we would kind of drop what we were doing and watch the, the second half of it. Really? Um, and I always liked it just because there were birds and they were attacking people. Uh, <laughs> and I, and I, I just thought that that was cool. And that one dead dude in the bedroom. Have you seen Birdemic? No. Birdemic. Oh, um, but, uh, like... What I what it's making me want to do is go back and watch a bunch of Hitchcock stuff I've never seen. Like I, yeah. I've, I've never seen most of it, like Rear Window and oh, Vertigo oh, and stuff like that. So I, I need to go back at some point and do that. I have seen Psycho, but it, it was I watched it in high school. Yeah, like, for Psycho's, a film class and everything. Psycho is one of my favorite horror movies. It's it, it's good. Um, I just it's better when you don't have to watch it in high school. Yeah, <laughs> it's better when you, as an adult, decide I'm going to watch yeah. Psycho. <laughs> just most things are better when you're not in high school. Um, but uh, <laughs> and also like I can imagine. Watching that um, back in the fifties when it released, nineteen sixty. Okay, that was close. Yeah, was really I, I close. didn't say the yeah, 30s. You were, you were, yeah, the decade you chose was close to the decade that it was <laughs> from. Shut yeah, up. you're right. You are all dicks. <laughs> it's probably uh, filmed in nineteen fifty nine. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was filmed in fifty nine. And and I can pre landing on the moon. <laughs> and and I can imagine watching it and being like, oh, this is terrifying and. and Tense and everything, and it, it's there still tense and everything. But birds everywhere, birds could always be there to kill. Them. Yes, everywhere. I go. Unlike sharks, you have to go in the water. Yeah, there are birds anywhere you go. Or ET. Fuck, you're right. There could be an ET <laughs> anywhere. There, there. <laughs> yeah, um, but I was laughing at a lot of the. It's just silly. It's just a weird, dumb, silly movie. And so, like, <laughs> and so, like, and so, like, at one point. Um, these birds attack some guy filling his car up with gas, and then there's a gas leak, and gas is flowing towards this other guy who's about to light a cigar. And so they're they're all like in the restaurant screaming at the guy, "Don't light the cigar!" And he lights it anyways, and he explodes. And I just could nice. not stop laughing because it was so funny to me. <laughs> um, and and I'm sure like in the theater back then, everyone's like, "Oh my, oh my God, that man exploded because of the gas, because of the birds." But it was just really funny. I hope that was a conversation. <laughs> oh my God. By some um, woman, honey, that dude just exploded because of the cigar by the birds. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if it's a thing, uh, if it's a style of the times, or if it's more Hitchcock style. But there's a lot of, um, like, I want. It's just right in the middle. It's it's after like an attack on the, there's kids in a school and they're all scared, and then they're all in a diner or a restaurant or something, a bar, um, and this, it's the main character. I can't even remember her name, and it's like lady. It's like the guy that that's like the romantic interest that she's staying with and and then this other woman comes in who's like an ornithologist because that's sure. what she says in the movie like a bird scientist yeah sure. a bird mancer <laughs> <laughs> and uh and and she's saying yeah the birds just attacked us she's like the birds would never do that and it's this like 10 12 minute conversation of just birds wouldn't do that and what kind of birds were they were they ravens or crows or what were they and it's like I found that really interesting because that's not really what would happen nowadays. They would just make a horror movie about birds and show you mm -hmm. all the violence all the time. Yeah. Well, there's some of that. They show like two or three people with their eyes all pecked out and everything. Yeah. But nowadays they'd have like a 10 minute sequence where they explain to you that like they're genetically mutilated birds that are. Have yeah. Been, the the drop had, of like, blood landed in that one bird's eye in yeah. Zimbabwe. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was like infested with moon <laughs> uh, yeah. dust or. Yeah. I will say it is a Hitchcockian thing because yeah. whether you're watching Dial M for Murder or Psycho, he does do those moments. Uh, one of my favorite scenes of all time is in Psycho when he is talking to Marion Crane and it's 10, 15 minutes of them just talking and he's just really disturbed and it's a definitely a Hitchcockian thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's you're right. It's really good. Yeah, it's a movie that 
it's one of his that I of the ones I've seen, which I, I need to see some of the other ones. There, like there are some of his like second tier ones, like that I had still haven't seen, like Rebecca. Um, uh, some people won't say that's second tier. Yeah, you're right. That's I mean, good. it's his first. Yeah, but I mean, it, by comparison to a, if 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 the top yeah. tier is Rear Window and Psycho, sure. You know, I guess um, so. And and Except North by Northwest. Rebecca has a Criterion. Yeah. No. Um. The anyway. Um. That's that's one of the ones that I feel like doesn't hold up as well as like yeah. as some of the others, just because uh, of some of the things you said. You yeah, know, exactly. The fact, that, the fact that sometimes it makes you laugh, where like you watch Psycho, I don't think Psycho makes you laugh. I don't think like Rear Re- yeah. Rindo is still a oh, super yeah. solid movie. Oh, so, so, yeah. I I watched Dial for Murder for the first time last year. And oh, yeah? that's a solid movie. Yeah, uh, but you're right. You know, it's because it's so preposterous right. that you're watching. Saying, oh, this is kind of lame, but you have to get past it. Just appreciate it for a Hitchcockian shooting yeah. a movie. You know, it's yeah, like and I know the first thing I said is I don't know what I have to say about it, but it, you know, I was like I'm yeah. glad that I went back and watched that. Yeah, now, sure. now totally. I've seen the birds. Honestly, you you're making me want to go back and watch it cuz I haven't seen it in a few years. Me too. Yeah. Did did he also do Rope? Is that somebody yeah. else? Okay, because that's also one I've wanted to watch for a long time, but I mm-hmm. never did. Um and then like recently, I know I was talking to you about this, but I've been watching through Lost again. Mm-hmm. Oh, do, yeah. do you guys like Lost as I much love as Lost. I haven't seen it. So I like the show, and I was totally fine with. And I'm not going to get too spoily in case Brad or any, anybody who's going to go watch Lost. But I, I was fine with how they wrapped it up and everything. But I'm, I'm watching through it, and I'm realizing that the most interesting stuff to me is in season two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. It's, it's everything with the hatch, and then every, like they're figuring out that there's these other places on the island, mm-hmm. these other stations, and they're it's this Dharma thing, and it's all this stuff is going on. But then, um, I, it really bugs me how like keywordy they are about everything so it's like the button the mm. numbers the hatch yeah the oceanic six it's like you can't and if it, it's not even a button it's a computer and you put a code and you hit the enter key. yeah it's it's like the, Apple it the button is really weird <laughs> right no um, you're right you're right they um, do that a lot and so every time they say you can push you're gonna go push the button no lock i'm not pushing the button anymore they say it like 50 times in every conversation and yeah. it really it starts to and it, it, it was written for water cooler discussions. Yes, and they're doing it like, man, so they, they're going to keep pushing the button this week. Yeah, like, of yeah. course they are, but that still really bugs me because, I don't know, that, it, it's just the whole, some of that stuff just gets to me. And then I'm also realizing, and I'm, I'm like right at the beginning of season four right now, um, which is when uh, Daniel and Miles and, and like the people from the freighter show up, and yeah. I'm realizing that my favorite characters in that show are not any of the people that crashed onto the island. It's, it's <laughs> Desmond. Well, you know, it's, yeah. it's not any of the people from the plane. From the plane, yeah. It's yeah. Desmond, Juliet, and Daniel are my three favorite characters really? in the show. Juliet. Yeah. Huh? Interesting. Yeah. And I like when that dude gets hit by that bus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about... When I think of Juliet, I think of that dude getting hit by a bus. I'll also, like... Um, her like her first kind of flashback episode. Um, she looks way older in that in those flashbacks than she does yeah. present day, which is weird. And it's yeah. just like the way she's she's like dressed is like older and a little more professional. Yeah, and, and you know on the island she's always wearing just like jeans and a shirt. Yeah, and so she just kind of looks younger and hipper and prettier. <laughs> That, that look on your face is really good. Uh, <laughs> pretty. Uh, go away. <laughs> I need this. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing with show. the door shut with that mayonnaise? I'm watching Lost. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. 
I don't know. Oh man. Um, and so I'm, I'm the. I think I have one or two more episodes until the best episode of that show. Uh, I think it's called the Constant. Yep. The best episode of the show. Yeah. yeah. Really, really good. I really want to rewatch Lost. Um, I know, me too. I have so many Disney movie rewards points that I need, I think, 1,200 more, and I can get all the Blu-rays for free. Are you kidding me? No, so I am oh, like my keeping my fingers crossed, because wow. right now I think they're, they're only like 1,000 points wow. or something on the Disney movie rewards, so I hope they don't go up too much more. How ma- So how many like copies of Toy Story 3 on Blu-ray is 1,200 um, points? Well, <laughs> it depends on the movie you get. Um, I got Monsters University, oh. and it was like 275 points, but I also got like Goofy's, not, not not literally goofy, but random, like Johnny Tremaine on DVD. <laughs> I thought you were talking about like seventy five go- points. Like a not, goofy, yeah, not a movie with goofy in it. Yeah, but yeah a like, movie that is goofy. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Tremaine was like seventy five points. So it really depends on what kind of movie you get. And I'm also starting to do because you can upload your movie tickets onto Disney Movie Rewards and get some points. Hmm. And hmm. I constantly get emails saying get your five bonus points, and that's all I do constantly. So hopefully soon I can get them all on Blu-ray for five here, ten there. That'll yeah. get you lost eventually. There were like. There was a season on Blu-ray at Tradesmart, but it was missing the slipcover, so I didn't oh, get it. Because yeah. I was like, no, this is garbage. Totally. I would pay t- I would pay brand new prices. I know. I went to Tradesmart cover. last week because they were having half off all their Blu-rays, and it's funny you brought up Hitchcock. They had a used copy of the Hitchcock collection. I know. I saw that one. 38 bucks. I'm like, I'll, I'll pay like 20 bucks for it. And of course, when I went there, it was already gone. Oh. See, yeah. I'd Why didn't you I'd- get it? Uh, I didn't get the first time because I already had Psycho and Psycho was in there, so I couldn't justify spending forty bucks and I already had one of them. I don't know. I'm really weird. Sometimes. I I actually pass it up because I, I I don't like buying box sets of Blu-rays, like different movies. Hmm. Like I like buying the sequels all together, but it's a it's a really nitpicky thing. It's probably from when I was working at Blockbuster. Like I want to be able to put them in their uh, in their proper alphabetical sure. order in my collection. So a, yeah, so I I am honestly admitting that I'm willing to pay more for them and buy them separately. And and I think the four that are in there are not necessarily the first four. Yeah, but, no, like, they're Psycho's yeah, in there. Yeah, Psycho, and they have Psycho but, and the Birds. But North but, by Northwest isn't in no. there. No. And it ha- it has a gorgeous uh, book edition. And um, see, you're not the only one, though, too, James. Um, the Universal Monsters. I was yeah. going to buy the whole set because it's a really cool set, and it has this um, like foil, and it has all the monsters in it. But the individual Blu-rays have the original poster art on them, which I think is way cooler. I mean, yeah. just the Bride of Frankenstein poster alone. So yeah. I ended up spending probably like 40 more bucks to get them all separate, but meh. Yeah, I still haven't bought those yet. I haven't decided what I'm going to do, because that collection is really cool. It is and really that's, cool. that's at least one where I think the collection is so nice that I'm willing to do it. Sure. With with the Alfred Hitchcock one, it's it's okay, yeah, it was, but it's not a great Yeah, those Blu-rays are really cool, because they actually pour over all these making ofs from mm. a previous set, so they're really cool. And, some are hosted by John Landis and people like oh, that, dear. so it's really it's a really cool sets. Yeah, that's awesome. If you want to get them, anything else, Brett? Uh, Dan, <laughs> Mike, J- Julie. <laughs> um, I don't know. I watched uh, Contact not too long ago. It's a good one. That is a good movie. I love that movie. Um, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Your man. Yeah. Toy or my, whatever. My this, boy here's my impression of me watching Contact. I woke up. I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's first, thanks that's, a, that's a, what's funny about that was that like as soon as he started doing it, he's like shit this is not gonna play on a podcast <laughs> how do i how do i make it clear that i'm nodding off on a podcast <laughs> i guess i'll just say it i know i guess i'm just not a big fan of the rug Bunch or jody foster i just can't oh that's horrible i i she's not why i like that movie i think that 
the ideas in that movie are really cool. Sure. Um, I liked it first when it was called The Arrival with Charlie, starring Charlie Sheen. Dude, that movie's way better than The Arrival. <laughs> I <don't> remember. <laughs> You're out of your mind. I remember those aliens, like their knees went backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me yeah. too. I've, I don't remember The Arrival at all. <laughs> Can you even um, see it on a DVD shelf anywhere? Like, um, I think it has a DVD. I think, I think there was a, a DVD release. There's a Blu-ray release. Like I know there's a Actually, Blu-ray. I, I have seen a DVD in, like, in a King Supers bin, but yeah. There is a Blu-ray of Terminal <laughs> Velocity that I'm like, I should get this movie. In a King Supers bin. Like, that was the, sh- the, the shittiest place you could find a DVD <laughs> that you could think of. was like, you know that shelf at King Supers? That's just completely out of order. I saw a copy of The Arrival on DVD. <laughs> Grocery store DVDs are like the one place where they'll have DVDs and I won't bother looking through them. <laughs> totally. Well, I like I was in Kohl's today. <laughs> they have so right. and, and they had a weird like they had video games in Kohl's, but it was just that weird like sale rack and it was all these like shitty DS like bridge games and all this yeah. other stuff. Like like are they really yeah, making yeah. money on that stuff? Kohl's, or? Office Max, grocery stores, like you, they just yeah. have like the new release locked up shelf, and they have the big bucket where you know they threw everything <laughs> totally. else in it. Just trash. There's just Which like when when has Best Buy returns stuff. But I'm just like I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> yeah. if, if they ever do have good movies, it's like Kill Bill Part One, and I already own it twice. <laughs> like like if if anything ever gets there, it's gone through a filter somewhere where I would have already bought it at least three yeah. times. You know, um, yeah. Do you remember like the when you could rent a movie at a Safeway, like a VHS oh, yeah. tape at a Safeway in those like gross white plastic clamshells yeah. that just mm-hmm. looked like that somebody uh, had actually Bree posted a, a picture of a video cassette with that stuff on it. I really I want to talk to where he got. Oh it yeah. From. Oh man, I didn't see that. Anyway, cool. Cool, James. What did you watch this week? Um, oh fuck, so just, just Matthew McConaughey. No, I didn't. Just a couple things. Uh, I rewatched Rush, um, which I. I believe I said in in the film explosion. If not, I I meant to um, that that was guaranteed to be the movie that I was going to revisit and desperately wish I had gotten onto my top ten. And guess what? It's really true. Um, getting to see that movie a second time, it was, was better than I that I like. I enjoyed it more the second time, even than I did the first. I think the story they're telling is really great. Um, if you don't know, it's Ron Howard's movie about uh, Formula One racing and these two guys back in like the late sixties, early seventies who had this rivalry and one of them ends up in an accident and then it's about the rivalry. Um, and he, cause he, <laughs> well, cause he, he comes back. You should write the back of blu rays. Yeah. It's a, a story about a rivalry and these two guys get in a car accident. Then it's about the rivalry. <laughs> well, I was trying That's to what you through. just said. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Right. I did not, I didn't sell that one real well. It's about a rivalry guys. And then just that. four stars next to it. It's about a rivalry. Four stars. <laughs> what, uh, what movie would you bump, bump to give it space on your top 10? Um, you know it's Hansel and Gretel. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it probably would be. Mm-hmm. That's now the, it's forever. That's the correct thing to do. I think there's there's a sinful, horrible part of me somewhere that's be like now. No, no, that would be like much ado about nothing. I'd, I'd kick much ado, keep Hansel and Rush on there, nice. just so I could keep Hansel on there, just to nice. make a point to America. <laughs> Because America's listening. I, I think you put much ado about ahead of uh, Star Trek, though. So I think so. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I could see myself for like bizarre political reasons bumping that off and being like, "Well, it's Shakespeare. He cheated anyway." <laughs> um, <laughs> it was uh, an original movie. <laughs> it's a it's an, a play. it's an absolutely fantastic movie. Rushes uh, and much ado for that matter. But um, 
and especially and so non-traditional it's the movie that like not only can i not believe it's not nominated for oscars but it's it's the movie that if it won the oscar i'd be like oh yeah, yeah yeah it deserves to win like like it it fits into all the weird political niches that the oscars look at you know what i mean yeah um so it's just so bizarre to me that it's not only not nominated for anything but not the winner because i think it's better than a lot of the movies that they that they nominated or at least the ones that i've seen um because i basically because i didn't see nebraska so i don't know if it's better than nebraska um i also watched uh, an old movie that my mom for years has been like oh we gotta see rooster cogburn um especially after they did the remake of of true Grit. cogburn <laughs> and uh and so this week uh or for for christmas we got her a dvd copy of rooster cogburn i don't know why we got a dvd um we watched through it and it's it's really fun um it's it's a quote sequel to true grit it's, mm-hmm. it's you know rooster or um John Wayne plays Rooster Cogburn, but it's not based on a Charles Portis novel. Um, and basically, uh, there's a bad guy. The bad guy kills some people. Rooster and a preacher's wife and a Fuck. Indian boy. No. Fuck. No. Oh. They go out and they go out in the woods and try to track this guy down. Uh, and it's really entertaining. And like some of the action scenes are actually kind of cool. Uh, I don't think it's any at any point as good as True Grit is. Um, but it's still it's neat. Here's what I'll say: it's the kind of movie I bet you'd find in a big bucket at King Supers. <laughs> and if you do, you should totally pick it up because it's so worth like four bucks. Nice. Um, it's a good time. Uh, and then the movie that uh, I was all right. I can't say that. That'll give away one of the other ones. But I've been going through my list of shame and and seeing some movies that I've never seen. Um, and this one, I don't know if most people would call it like a. Like a classic, I don't know if it reaches that same echelon as the as the Schindler's List, where it's like really like you haven't seen that movie, um, but I think it does, if only because of how many times it's been remade and parodied. Um, so I bought the Criterion edition of Twelve Angry Men mm. and watched it, which I've never seen, um, and having seen it now, it's it should absolutely be in the canon. That movie is fantastic. Um, it's Henry Fonda. You know, the story, if you watched a cartoon in the nineties, or if you saw Veronica Mars, cause Veronica Mars does like the, ex- like beat for beat, the exact same story. Um, but basically it starts with a jury of 12 men going into a room to decide a case. And, um, not only, do they tell you the story of those guys deciding whether the person's guilty, but because you didn't see any of the, the case, they, they sort of slowly unveil what the case was um, throughout that story. It's clearly, it was, I believe, was written as a play originally. It is. Because um, it, it, wow, I was about to say it plays that way. Ugh. Um, uh, Henry ah! Fonda. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Dan. Um, so Henry Henry Fonda plays juror number eight, who is the only guy at first that says that the guy's not guilty, and then he slowly unravels little pieces of of the the mist or the the case in order to convince everyone else that they're not guilty. Uh, and it's just fantastic. The you know there are a lot of little. I sort of thought going in because I knew the story because, like I said, I've seen it in other places. Uh, I thought that it was going to be something where I was like, okay, I'm going to appreciate this as a piece of history, but not necessarily be entertained because I know the story, you know, so I know the beats are going to do, but I think the scenes where he, where he unravels the, the case are still really interesting. If oh, even, yeah. even if you know, like, cause, 
because they're written in such a way where they'll introduce a, a piece of evidence and you're like well that really is that's actually pretty airtight like how is he gonna and then he, he does something and you're like whoa yeah the big one is the knife you know when they bring yeah. out the knife and, and they explain and then, like and then when henry fauna does it what do you do I'm like, whoa! <laughs> it's just checking. <laughs> just to get me to do that again. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so like he, they, they bring out the knife, which is the murder weapon, and he's like explaining how it's so unique and nobody else has And then Henry Fonda just takes one out of his pocket and sni- stabs it down in the table, and you're like, oh! Shit! <laughs> how do he do that? Um, the performances are all fantastic. Um, it's, it's, it's a movie that, like Rear Window, I think mm-hmm. holds up, no matter how old it is, like... You can just watch that movie. Um, so it's it's great. The Criterion is fantastic. The cover is badass. Um, Criterion makes good Blu-rays? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Weird. Yeah, yeah. New, I, sorry, I <laughs> should have talked about this yeah. in real news. Real news. Um, <laughs> the most Criterion news makes pretty, pretty damn good Blu-rays. They do. You know what, what the best parody of 12 Angry Men is? What? Dick Van Dyke Show. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a great that one. one. He's uh, There's this really attractive lady who's being accused of smuggling diamonds and rob is the jury foreman and uh she keeps on dropping stuff out of her purse and he jumps over the jury's box to give it to her. it's brilliant i i will admit i actually just watched that like a week ago but i because i've gotten back into watching mm-hmm. dick van dyke good for you um but that was an episode that i started watching I on the night where i, I like two no 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 no, no, no. i'm in season four yeah um, season four yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um because i I I heard through or I watched through to the part where he's like, oh, I'm, I got to be on jury duty, and then I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch that. It one. is. It's the exact same thing. He goes in a room and <laughs> he's the only one who thinks she's not guilty because she flirts. With it. It's great. That's Anytime awesome. Rob get any. My favorite episodes of Dick Van Dyke is when either Rob or Laura is being flirted with by somebody else, and the other one gets jealous. I love those ones. I I've noticed that like in season four so far, there have been a lot of flashback episodes. Yeah, there have been a lot of like, hey, let me let's tell you this story about when we were in the war or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, which they're good. It's just interesting that the show, yeah. you know, changed in that way. Um, but anyway, that's what I watched. Brad, what'd you watch? Look how humble S- Ryan's being this week. I know. Usually he, he must starts. have something really good. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Uh, well, obviously I've been gone a while, uh, so I have this long list of things, so I'm just going to rattle some off, and then you, you just stop me when there's something interesting that you want me to continue on okay. about. All right. Okay. Um, finally saw The Hobbit, Desolation of Smog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought it was better than the other one. Cool. Did you see Stephen Colbert in it? No. Yeah. He, Stephen Colbert. He's one of the thieves in it. He's actually the guy with the eye patch, yeah. who, like, while they're, while they're being tailed, he, like, closes the... You weren't paying attention. It's okay. I guess it's not. Um, let's see. I saw Evangelion 3.0. Oh, that's uh, when you blew us off for a podcast. Was it worth it? Yeah. Well, um, the animation's amazing. The story was, they basically made a whole movie of one episode of the series. Hmm. Um, and for some reason the audience thinks, uh, uh, what's his name? God damn it. I forgot already. Chang? Some dude? Nah. The the gray haired kid. (laughs) You racist Who's actually an angel, uh, is very effeminate. Um, and has visually, it looks like he like is girl. attracted to Shinji, but so it's like all these girls in the audience like giggling. And I was like, why is him touching him funny? I don't know. Um, but yeah, the this, this story was confusing, so that part sucked. Like mm-hmm. it didn't. Huh. Um, it's different from the series, but it's also based on an episode from the series. So, um, and. Without a frame of reference, I shouldn't be bothering explaining it to you guys. <laughs> um, and I saw her. Oh, dude. All right. 
Did anyone Cross see her? her yet? No, I I keep okay. wanting to. How is it? it? Made really sad. Like fuck. <laughs> it's a <laughs> now I want to see it less. <laughs> there's like I was not that I've had relationships with like electronics, but if you don't <laughs> think of have. the phone as if you think of the phone as like a real person, there's like I've been in that situation a few times yeah where it's just like it's like oh god this is a huge bummer to watch Mm. (laughs) like oh been down that road and um, down the road where because you dated a a woman with no arms so no arms no legs to talk to but you can no face (laughs) just just a shell and a voice (laughs) of a human being uh (laughs) incredibly articulate though um what's her name yeah shell shelly fuck we uh, had unplugger. <laughs> <laughs> In the end. <laughs> um, but visually, like, cinematography is really good. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I watched Teen Wolf. Oh. <laughs> Which, Probably not as good as you remember it? Nope. <laughs> I don't know how, like... It's one of those movies when you're a kid, you think it's really cool. He must have been really bored in the 80s. Because, <laughs> like, without Michael J. Fox in the lead, and without Michael J. Fox being, like, a star at the time, like, there's nothing interesting about that movie nope. at all. No, there's no funny jokes. I, Michael J. Fox even calls, like, someone a fag in that movie. Yep. <laughs> it's like... It's, yeah, lighthearted? I don't know. Um... Yeah. Is that why God gave him Parkinson's disease? Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow, that was uncalled for. <laughs> Sorry. I thought I thought of that one for a while. Do, so is is this movie going to make you watch the TV show? No. <laughs> <laughs> um I was I was interested in the nostalgia aspect of it, but I I thought it would be like a fun eighties movie, but mm-hmm. like there's just nothing Nope. It's a bummer. Wow. I, I saw it recently too, and it depressed me so much. I never talked about it <laughs> because it, I, was, I, was, I mean, I, I might watch Team Wolf two to see what no, Justin Bateman does with it. It's but worse. I, Jason Bateman, yeah. Justine Bateman, <laughs> <laughs> Justine Bateman. <laughs> but it's one of those movies when I watch as a kid, it says, "Ah, oh, it's so cool." And because I always remember the cover where he's pulling up his jacket, it says Teen Wolf, and he's all like, yeah. "Wolfie." He's riding on that uh, van yes. and stuff. But the whole movie is like the classic '80s like plot of he ha- like he has this girlfriend of his that hangs around him, but he's not interested in her. He's interested in like the jocks girlfriend yeah. and finally he, something happens where he can like something special about him where people notice him he's the life of the party in the town and then by the end he realizes he doesn't have to you know, have any special quality he can just be himself that's right and win the basketball game and you know <laughs> put the other jock guy in his place oh that's right because at yeah. the end remember they keep on wanting him to turn into a werewolf and he doesn't yeah he refuses <laughs> yeah he refuses to turn into it's a like, wolf guys we can win this game without me being a wolf <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> and it turns out his dad was also a wolf and yep. the principal was in school with his dad as the wolf, and they had a rivalry, and the principal now is trying to get back at his son. Yeah. Classic 80s. With no funny lines or (laughs) (laughs) interesting situations. Yeah. Um, Like, if you didn't have Michael J. Fox in that movie, I don't know why anyone would have gone. I agree. Like, Hmm. they saw him in it. He was big in Family Ties, and that's why... (laughs) And there must have been no other movies out at the Multiplex that week. (laughs) That's why it's a big deal. I'm sorry. I I thought it would be a fun 80s thing. Um, what else did I see? I saw Law and Order's on uh, Netflix now, so I've been watching a lot of that. Boom, boom. The original Law and Order. Dun, 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 I'm on dun, season five dun. now. Dun, 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 dun. Yep. My parents used to call that show Chunk Chunk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, but the the crazy thing I've been watching, like going chronologically, is how many people actors on the show 
come back a season later and are as totally different characters. Yeah. <laughs> like Jerry Orbach, he's the most famous detective on the show. He's mm-hmm. actually an attorney in like the first season because mm. he doesn't become a detective in like till season halfway through, through season two. Um, yeah, there's like people who play like crack addicts who are later like lawyers. Oh, for okay. some cases that ha- that does happen a lot, a lot with Law and Order, but not to the point where it's like a character that's uh, Jerry Orbach. Orbach. Uh, I was I was thinking uh, the popcorn company. <laughs> or uh, yeah, was, that, that's the name that was in my head, um, and so I was getting all confused. But they did a lot in SVU where it's like this person was like the person who killed the guy, whatever, and then four seasons later they'll show up as the one that got attacked in this other episode. Like they reuse those actors a lot, but not to the point that you're talking about. I've never seen that before. Yeah, they do a lot, and it's like um, the Anita Van Buren she becomes the new. Uh, uh, ki- police captain, but she was, you know, some uh, down and out drug addict in season one that was like in a few scenes in that ep- in an episode. You know, they just bring all these other people who are side characters and they become main characters. Or uh, in between the f- these two seasons, like there's this one woman who was an attorney, and then now she's like um, someone who. Uh, is a foster parent who doesn't take care of her kids really well. So it's just like, it was only a season apart. Like, and I understand yeah. like it's the early nineties, so there's no DVD release. There's no yeah. streaming. So you'd watch 22 episodes across, you know, three quarters of a year. And then you never see it again until like right. it made syndication. Or you would tune in once every month and a half and be like, Oh, I'm going to watch a lo- an episode this week because I'm home. Yeah. It, it, yeah. As far as seeing like an older episode again, like oh, it would be a while. Yeah. For you get a chance, whereas like here I can just watch them all straight through <laughs> and just like see those characters within two days of each other. It would have been awesome if they had written that into like the finale of the show, where like all of a sudden you find out that like the the whole series has taken place in like some alternate universe where everyone is a serial killer, <laughs> and so like they all of a sudden realize like wait a second you killed somebody and that and then three years later you killed somebody again and then we made you a lawyer. <laughs> what is wrong with this town? Why are we doing this? In alternate version in New York City, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's just like the same five people, but they all play different they've, people. They've all killed about 15 yeah. people in their lives. Uh, <laughs> but there are really good, like, I miss the actual... All the characters in the show, they never really do stories about the characters. Yeah. But when they do allude to things about their personal lives, like, those are the parts of the show where I get really... Um, emotionally invested in hmm. like um, in the first season Mike's first partner gets gunned down at the beginning of season two and like I'm really sad he's gone and then season two he has a new partner and I think halfway through season three he gets shot but he survives um, and then like for the four, first four seasons Ben Stone not Sam Waterston is the main attorney and like he pulls out all the stops to win this case and it ends, it ends up getting witness killed and he just he gives up and resigns like that was the last thing that was like oh man that's like brutal like yeah he had no other options like to win this case just like on a moral level he did it to convince this girl to testify ensuring her that she'd have all the witness protection pro- like program at her disposal and the story was that as soon as she walked out of the courthouse she got gunned down by the mob it's like <laughs> Yeah, in Crime City, <laughs> like watching four seasons, watching him go through like all these different things, and like th- him giving up after that one was just like, hmm. 
they do they need to do more stuff not just like a lot of the stories are about these other people and they need to do more stories like that well it was from a period of time show. when on television you didn't do serialized stories of that as, as much or it wasn't yeah. it wasn't as popular uh, for the same reason that you guys talked about where like yeah people wouldn't necessarily watch the episode that week so um, um yeah. oh i also watched um burke and hare have you guys seen that it's got simon Pegg in it uh no i think it's a john landis film yeah um i remember it from a while years ago. ago yeah, yeah. Like the, they're like chimney sweeps and they kill people something like that uh no they're, they're just like um, they're rapscallions yeah they they migrate from like a uh, deceptive job like their first job is they sell like the their first scam is they're selling like these rocks as like some kind of healing thing and it turns out like it's bullshit so they get in trouble for that. Um, so they're just kind of going through life, trying to, f- and then eventually they stumble in this grave robbing scenario where they can make money digging up people, or um, and then they later graduate into killing people on accident, <laughs> uh, or setting up these ways. That, um, they kill people, but it often ends up that what they plan doesn't go the way they wanted to. So, but the people they want to die anyway. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of fun, but also. It was weird, yeah. At times, um, that one I watched a while ago, so I'm not fresh in my mind. But mm, Simon Pegg is pretty funny in it. Um, there's like a, a lot of famous British actors in it. Andy Circus. Um, and I'm trying to remember. Yeah, Andy Circus is, is the second guy. And uh, yeah, some of the premise is kind of. I guess I should not talk about something this far out <laughs> from seeing it. Um, well, you could just come on the show more often. Mm-hmm, no. <laughs> <laughs> more often. I've been on it for since we started. Allowed to take a few weeks off. Yeah. Um, Fuck you are. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm missing something like I really want to talk about and I can't because I've been just watching too much Law and Order. <laughs> we can come back to you. No, just move on to Ryan. Okay. Finally, fuck. <laughs> oh wait, no. I <laughs> uh, I saw I actually watched a lot of things this week. Um Fuck, I'm going upstairs. Uh <laughs> I Keep in mind we have to go see last action. Uh, I'm well aware of right <laughs> We got time. Fuck. I, um, I, I know you I know you didn't see that awkward moment, but I don't well, think I, I can't take very long. talk about if you guys keep on fucking interrupting me. Whoa, hey, whoa. Jesus Christ. He's legitimately upset. Um, <laughs> I watched uh, Final Destination 2. Uh, Jeffrey Reddick said in an interview that we haven't put up yet that um, it's his favorite uh, Final Destination. Also, our Jonathan, I'm not putting any of them up. Our Jonathan yeah. Tiersen one's not on iTunes. Um, yeah, I don't put the interviews on iTunes why? anymore. How am I supposed to get them? They're on the website and they're on Stitcher. Yeah, I don't want to stream it. Put it on fucking iTunes. Um, also, uh, so yeah, it was fun. Some of the acting in it is meh, but there's some really cool, elaborate stunts in it. That was the first one I saw. I like the, yeah. um, I like the pane of glass, mm-hmm. and I like the 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 like grill one at the end with the fence. Yeah, that one's ridiculous. Oh, like the, was, that wire fence cuts the guy into three pieces. Or yeah, yeah, it's great. It's funny because I hated the trailers for that movie when it came out because it's like the trailers made me tense and kind of scared the shit out of me. Um, and I didn't see it until I was older. Um, well, the whole trailer was probably the, the girl that was in the first one. That's also in the, like, she's in the insane or the whatever in the second yeah. one. And she then it's burnt up. And then, no. every, and then every other shot was probably a log going through some guy's windshield. There, yeah. There was a lot or, of log. <laughs> there was a lot of log in the trailer and there was a lot of, um, the dude who puts his hand in the disposal, but yeah. doesn't get hurt by the disposal. Well, even if he did, they wouldn't put that in the, 
Right. They're not going to spoil everything in the trailer. They're going to no. show only half of the people being murdered. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it was all right. Um, I also watched... Uh, Randy Harlan's first American movie it was like lost on DVD, and I found it on Scream Factory's Blu-rays. It? It's called Prison. <laughs> Did you find it in a King Supers? <laughs> no, I should have. <laughs> but no, Scream Factory released a Blu-ray of it. It's called Prison, and it's uh, it's it's basically Freddy Krueger in a prison where it's kind of a ghost story. Okay. Uh, Viggo Mortensen stars in it. Uh, it's his first like real role. Um, Kane Hodder's first real role. He plays the major bad guy in it because uh, he comes back as a corpse. Um, yeah, it's an, it's an all right movie. It's, it has some interesting moments in it. Is it, is it Freddy Krueger rapist or is it Freddy Krueger like dream killer? Uh, like a dream killer thing. Okay. The, I, I just wasn't sure yeah. why you were comparing it. Uh, it. It's everybody gets killed through through a disembodied entity where oh, okay. you don't really ever see them until the very end. Yeah. Um, and there's some really cool effects in it. Uh, the movie moves along really fast. It's an all right movie. I mean, there's worse movies out there. Yeah. Um, Scream Factory does a really good job making the Blu-rays look really good, and especially for a movie that kind of went away. Uh, it's hard. It was in legal troubles for the longest time. So, because it was at MGM, and then it was, at first it was Empire, then Empire went out of business just before they released it or something. It's, it's a long story. You can watch a great documentary that's like an hour long on the Blu-ray about it. Uh, that one was all right. Um, you uh, you said on Facebook this week that you you think you're going to challenge yourself to watch all of a certain kind of movie. Is that what, you, what it was? No, 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 no. Interesting. Um, okay. So, that one was cool. Um, what I was alluding to was I... I went to Tradesmart, and all the Blu-rays there were half off. So I was saying, you know, what Blu-rays can I get for like two bucks, dollar fifty, things like that? And I happened to come across the Expendables. I'm like, cool, I can get both Expendables for like eight bucks. So I got both Expendables. And as I kept on going through the aisle, I saw War. I'm like, oh, cool, I'm going to get War. So my idea was to watch every single Jason Statham movie. <laughs> But this is how I knew it was destined. That's I went. Awesome. I went to Target um, Wednesday, Thursday. I had been. T- I had been Tuesday, and I was in the Blu-ray multi-feature section, and on the top shelf was multi-multi features of all Jason Statham movies. <laughs> so I got uh, Crank One and Crank Two, Transporter One and Transporter Two, uh, The Bank Job and Chaos. I, or Blitz. I don't even know which one it is. I just know it's Jason Statham. Um, so this week, I watched three Jason Statham movies. Wow. Um, oh I watched War, which is with Jet Li. Have you guys yeah. seen War? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here's the thing. This, this is going to be really oh, no, hard. I'm sorry. I, 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 I saw four Jason Statham movies. Yeah, let me talk about it. Maybe I only saw three. I can't remember. Um, so anyways, in most Jason Statham movies, he plays the bad guy or like the... Uh, the vigilante kind of yeah. anti-hero. Right. In this, he plays an FBI agent who's caught in the middle of a war between the triads and um, the Russians, right? Is it the Russians? Yeah, I remember it being, feeling like a very un-sci-fi version of the one. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that makes sense somehow. <laughs> so, like, does that... so anyways, he plays this FBI agent and his partner is killed by this bad guy named Rogue. No one knows what he looks like. He's just this badass Asian guy. And so his partner's killed by this guy, Rogue. And uh, so Jason Statham, you know, his marriage fails because of it. It's like all the like action cliches you can think of. Yeah. His wife leaves him. He seeks revenge. So he gets too personal with people. Um, and he's so he's trying to find, um, you know, 
Jet Li's character, Rogue, who's, you know, this mean killer guy. Um, and do you, do you want me to spoil the movie for you guys? Yeah, well, I mean, I've seen it. So Okay, so it yeah. turns out Rogue is actually his partner. His partner did not die in the thing. He switched bodies and he blew the bad guy's head off with a shotgun. And he went rogue to get into the triads feuding. Uh, and then he started killing everybody. And um, it turns out Jason Statham was the mole that sold him out. And then, I don't know, does Jason Statham die at the end? I don't remember. Because he sets up to, for him to get shot, and uh, he finds out that Jet Li is his old partner. And he says, no, wait, don't shoot! And he jumps in front of the bullet, <laughs> and he falls on the ground, and then the next shot is Jet Li driving a car across a bridge. So I don't know what happens. I remember that. I don't, yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah. Uh, this is all right. You know, well, the one thing I can say, uh, I'll get to the other ones I watch. I watch Crank. I've never seen Crank before. <laughs> Crank, really? Crank's fun. Yeah. Crank is actually a pretty fun movie. Um, it, it doesn't take itself seriously at all. Um, the part where he takes the adrenaline and he's running through and he's saying, hey man, is your heart being fast? Yeah, it's beating really fast. Do you have a heart on? Yeah, I got a major woody. <laughs> and then he stops running and you just see his big dick like sitting out and he fucks his girlfriend in front of a bunch of people. Um, the It's shot really cleverly. Um, it's Neville Dean and Taylor who did Ghost Rider. Yeah. Um, Spirit of Vengeance. Spirit of Vengeance. I was going to watch Crank 2, but when I put in my Crank 2 Blu-ray, it wouldn't get rid of um, the loading page, so I had to go turn it in today because there's a programming error or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was really disappointed that I didn't get to see Crank 2. <laughs> I mean, I did really like Crank 1, but I don't know how he comes back in Crank 2. Yeah. I, I think that that's the best thing about... Like, I'm not crazy about Crank, mm -hmm. um, mostly because I think that Neville Dean and Taylor are kind of obnoxious. Mm -hmm. um, but... I th I like Crank Two more because of things like how does he come back in Crank Two, things like like because mm -hmm. Crank Two, uh, if like is it Novelty and Taylor as well? Yeah, and it makes Crank One look normal. Mm -hmm. It's <laughs> it's insane. Well, that's why I'm disappointed you didn't get to see that. Have one you seen too. Crank? There's a badass part where he's in some sushi restaurant and this bad guy is like holds out his gun. And he's looking for him in an alley and he just chops his hand off <laughs> and. Uh, the thing I will yeah. say about Jason Statham is he's pretty badass in most of his movies. He does yeah. all his own stunts, and, I mean, he's a pretty good martial artist. Um, well, at the, at the end of Crank, he falls out of a helicopter, hits the top of a car, and hits the pavement. So I, I'm really interested to see how he comes back to life. Um, so that'll be for next week. Uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait. Uh, so I and, can't. and the last Statham movie I watched was Safe. With um, It was oh, the one that came out last year with a little girl who can memorize numbers. Yeah. Um, did anybody see that one? No, no I haven't seen that one. No, but it, wasn't I, that I, Mercury Rising also with no. Bruce Willis? <laughs> Is it? I don't remember. <laughs> oh. I, that movie's really old. I haven't seen that in forever. Yeah, oh, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Something I, was, like that. I was convincing that, or I was mistaking that with the uh, chain reaction for some reason. Um, <laughs> with yeah, Keanu Mercury Reeves and Morgan yeah. Freeman? Yeah. Because <laughs> they were both like at Blockbuster at the same time or something. I don't know. Like They have similar covers or something. I don't know why they connected in my head. But no, I haven't seen Safe. Uh, it's all right. Um, again, Jason Statham actually plays uh, a mixed martial artist who is supposed to take a fall in a fight, and he didn't take the fall. So the Russians go and kill his wife. Oh, this is the one with the Russians and the Chinese. I think war was Chinese and Japanese because there's triad and like samurais. I'm, I'm not even joking. <laughs> the specifics yeah. are really <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're not important. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes. Uh, so he they kill his wife, and they said, if you know, we're not going to kill you. We want you to live with your life until you kill yourself. 
in Russian. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, so he, he's a homeless drifter and he goes into a, uh, what do you call him? A shelter. And he sees that this guy has diseased feet and he gives him his nice shoes. But when he wakes up, his throat is slit because he's not allowed to be nice to people. If he's nice to people, the Russians will fucking kill anybody he's wait, nice to. Wait, wait, So he gives his shoes to somebody and then he dies from getting his throat slit? Or no, no, he get, the guy he gave his shoes to was killed oh. because the Russians don't want him to have any friends or anything. Okay, okay. Um, but he, and then guys, did he said, take his shoes back or did he? Yeah, he did. Um, did so his feet do get he, infected? If he jerks himself off and he's having a good time, do they kill him, <laughs> cut off his hand? You know, you'd think that would happen, <laughs> but it turns out too that he's he's actually an ex-cop, and all the cops in New York are crooked, of course. And uh, so he gets roughed up by his old partners, and he's going to go kill himself on the subway. And then he sees that cute little Asian girl who's being chased by the Russians. Oh, fuck. <laughs> He's then, like, I'm going to then, then real school, old school Jason Statham just snaps in. Uh, he can't get on the subway, so he runs and jumps on the back car. And he gets in the thing, and he kills all these people. And the last guy he shoots, everyone starts screaming. He says, oh, he wasn't even that good of a guy anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and then he helps that little girl. Um, yeah. And then he kills more Chinese and Russians. Um, Why are there so many Asians in his movies? I don't know. Um, but again, the movie, the dialogue is pretty, bad. it's just pretty <laughs> dorky, but the action scenes are pretty badass. Yeah. Cause like, you know, transporter is a very similar. I've never story. seen the transporters. Oh, well, it's always right. a lot of foreigners or just yeah. people that aren't Jason Statham's well, you know, general skin color or <laughs> nationality. Like yeah. it's, and like I said, I will say that mo- his movies, the three I've watched, I haven't seen any of them before. They're, they're pretty entertaining. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, next week, guys, I'll, uh, I've watched all three Transporters because I got those on Blu-ray. It cost me like I think nine dollars to get them all. Oh my goodness! Um, this is I'm so excited about this one. Crank Two, and I got the Italian Job, which I've seen. I don't remember him yeah, in it yeah, at yeah. all. And how was I really the like other the one I got. You've you've um, seen Lock, Stock, and Snatch, right? Oh yeah, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I, I forget which other one. I got one other one. I forget what I got though. It wasn't like Death Race, was it? No, I will get Redemption. Oh, you gotta get Death Race. Oh, that's on Netflix, like Safe was too. Redemption and Blitz are on Netflix. So I'll watch watch those on Netflix. The ones I can't get on Netflix, I'll buy because I don't want to spend money on movies I don't know. (laughs) Was he in Uh, The Mechanic? Yep. 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 The Mechanic. We saw that in theaters, guys. We have a review of that on Real Nerds Podcast. Was I there? I wasn't there. I haven't seen it. Sure. I don't think I've seen The Mechanic. That's not that old, is it? 2010, 11? Well, it have if it was on the show, it had to be. I'm pretty sure it was is on the show. Man, wow! I it's very possible that we saw that movie, and I don't. I'm pretty sure Ben Foster might have been one of those double weeks. Yeah, but it didn't get like the title of the show. So yeah, stay tuned for my Jason Statham weekly update. Um, because I need to know if you're wearing a wire. Um, (laughs) yeah. So this week, me and James. Oh, sorry, I wanted to throw in my one thing. I forgot. Well, you got. It'll be really short. I just want to get it out of the way, so I never have to like remember to talk about it again. Uh, I saw Crystal Fairy and the Mag- Magical Cactus. What? Oh, yeah, that movie. Oh, yeah. The Michael Sarah one? The Michael Sarah one, yeah. And I should amend it to say I watched part of it because I turned it off. <laughs> 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 it was so boring. Hmm. Really? He, he is at a party and there's, you know, he's doing drugs with his friend. And then uh, they go home and try to bang these hookers and that doesn't happen. And then I uh, sh- turned it off shortly after because that. Because you, you were horny and you got pissed off. Yeah, so I was like, well, screw no. this. I'm going to go. Take I, care of this I want to see Michael Sarah get it on. And, um, I'm only watching this. What does Michael, Michael Sarah's Sarah. asshole look like? I bet it's really cute. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> it 
cute. That's <laughs> from uh, This Is The End. No. It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wanted you to know Ryan wasn't genuinely saying that. <laughs> I hope but it's cute. Mm. I want it to be cute. <laughs> <laughs> In my mind's eye, it's... So yeah, you can start the review now. <laughs> um, me and James went and saw that awkward moment. James, should people go see that awkward moment? I, I don't know. Um, I think the, I think that this movie is only as charming as the actors in it, and beyond that, it's relatively forgettable. But it's not like, it's not bad. It just sort of is. I, I, I but but I enjoyed it, but I don't know if it's good. Is that my review? <laughs> uh, you know, James, I actually think it's sweeter than you expected it to be. It is. Um, but I agree with you. Um, it, there's some funny moments in it, uh, but also it's nothing really special. Um, I, I would say rent it um, yeah. because cause the leads in it are really good. Uh, yeah. No, they're, um, I, I love those guys. So, yeah, I, I, it's probably a movie I'll revisit um, a little later uh, if I can find it for cheap or just stream it. Um, because I mean, uh, Miles Teller's really good in it. He's been really good. He's been on a roll. I like um, Zac Efron. And Zac Efron was really good in it. Michael B. Jordan was good in it. Um, um, what's her name uh, from Fright Night? Um, Imogen Potts. Yeah, Imogen Potts. Im- Imogen Poots. Imogen Poots. Whatever her name <laughs> yeah. is. I don't think it's Poots. I think it's Potts. Okay, Imogen Potts. She's from Twenty Eight Weeks Later as well. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, yeah. I get. Here's a trailer for it. So it's Ellie. What the fuck? Are you serious? This is a den of testosterone. You can't invite a girl to a place like this. Well, I'm gonna buzz her in. She's not gonna talk about Xbox. I'm gonna be sitting here being like, oh, I have to fart, but maybe I can't right now. She better have some hot friends. Open the door. I don't care. I'm getting wasted. Yeah. Is that ice cream? Yeah, it's peanut butter chocolate. Give me the ice cream. No, I need it. My girl broke up with me. What are you, Bridget Jones? Give me the ice cream. Back up, little man. Give me the ice cream. Come on, yes, ice cream. We're going out. <laughs> If you're single, we're staying single with you, man. Hey, you guys want a mint? That's a weird mint, dude. It's because it's a boner pill. You got four hours to drink like Keith Richards, still got hard. I think I took too much Viagra. I just really got to take a leak. Just get horizontal. Get horizontal? This is the stupidest idea I've ever... Whoa. Wait, bro. It's actually working. Yeah, I know. Of course it is. My girl's staring at you then in the bar. What do I... I'm so not gonna do that. I'm just gonna make you wait like 40 days. I was gonna make you wait too. Then I realized I'm a dude. <laughs> We're not supposed to see him more than twice in one week. And you're seeing this chick twice in one day. That's some girlfriend shit. Some I have a girlfriend shit. What's the deal with you and Chelsea? What are you doing here anyway? What the fuck? The fuck? What, what the, the fuck? fuck? Hey, it doesn't mean what you think it means. It doesn't? Oh, what does our relationship mean to you? Wait, you guys are in a relationship? I've been trying to pretend that things haven't changed. Hey, come here, man. Do not hug me with no pants on. You're right. Respect. I love the way she laughs. I love the way we fit together in bed. Because we're at the same height, our crotches line up perfectly. That's really good. I love that. I love that. Yeah, even. man. So run and tell her that. All right, I'm doing it. I'm doing, doing it. it. Man, you're doing it. Oh, shit. Dude. I don't know what to do, man. You gotta help me. Where's she at right now? I think she's uptown at some dress-up party. Well, then you are gonna be the guy who dresses up. 
So it's a different kind of dress-up party. What are you wearing? Rock out with, um, it's not my real cock, though. Clearly. So these are my parents. I'm just going to pretend this isn't happening. Oh, goodness. Oh, oh. It's a cocktail. Um... So the basic story is uh, dudes drink coffee. Dudes drink coffee, talk about how they're trying to bang chicks. And their one friend, Michael B. Jordan's wife, is getting a divorce because she's banging a lawyer who looks like Morris Chestnut, who really is Morris Chestnut from uh, uh, Boys in the Hood. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jessica Isaac uh, from Cloverfield. Yep. And it's, I mean, th- so it's just basically mid-20 guys living in New York trying to figure out who they are, where they make a pack where they're going to be single for the for a, until, for a while until their <laughs> until one the friend the who's movie. their one friend who's divorced finds somebody he likes. Uh, here's a scene with all three of them talking and drinking coffee. <laughs> go make a scene, yeah. make a public spectacle, yeah. dude. Go big. Do it like the movies. Yeah, I like the movies. Yeah, like Jerry Maguire. I love that movie. I love that movie, man. So good. You had me at hello. What? Don't ever do that again. Sorry. Okay. But tell me what you ever love about again. her, man. What I do you love, love about her, dude. I love the way she laughs. Yeah. I like, dude. I like the way she fake laughs, but she knows that I need it. Like, yes. Like, I love the way we fit together in bed, dude. Because we're the same height, our crotches line up perfectly. That's really good. I love that about her. What are the chances, <laughs> right? Like, I love the way that she looks in the morning. Like, really? The exact moment when she wakes up and her eyes just open like two little butterflies. Two cocooning. little. I love uh, that. I love that. Yeah, either. man. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, either. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Okay. So run and tell her that. I'm gonna go. Don't call notebook with it. Fuck it. I'm doing it. Run and tell her that. I'm doing it. Do it. All right, I'm doing it. Do it, man. I'm going. Let's do it. I'm gonna do it. Man, you're doing it. I don't know if that's on the EPK. I'm just guessing. I'm sure. Here's the thing. Uh, half the scenes in this movie are those dudes drinking coffee. So, mm-hmm. like, I wasn't joking. They drink no. a lot of coffee. Um, it, but there are some really cute moments in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like I said, the leads are really good. But it's also, it's so by the numbers. Like, yeah. you know, we're into the spoiler section here. When he goes to the book reading and then he does that thing and, mm-hmm. like, he's tearing up, I didn't buy it for a second. No. It was, it was so what that kind of a movie does at that point. Yeah, but if you were listening to Miles Teller before, he was talking about how you should have a Jerry Maguire moment, and then Zac Efron's character had the Jerry Maguire moment. I know, but I... And I appreciate... Yeah, no, I agree. That conversation was really funny, and I appreciate what they were trying to do there, but I don't think they... I don't think that it felt as genuine as it would have to. Yeah, like I when agree. You, when you're that meta about a joke. Yeah, and it also doesn't feel like he earned it. Exactly. Like, when you're that meta about a joke, that's what I was going to say, is you have to really earn it, and I don't think they do. I think that they, it, it almost feels to me like they wrote that scene, and they were like, oh, we're really totally just trying to Jerry Maguire this. So they were like, yeah. well, we'll 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 mask that by calling attention to it. And that that's not really how that joke works. Um, but, yeah, it was... It was good. Like there were some really funny moments. Oh yeah, you know, and, I, and those guys are so good. Yeah, it's just what you're right. It's one of those movies that it's like, meh. Well, I saw it and it's good. It's, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's rent it. Um, I can see where it's middling. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh, I because there's some parts too. It just seems like it just keeps on going. Nothing yeah, really happens. I don't think it does anything special. No. Um, I sort of compared it. Dan and I when we went to dinner earlier. Uh, I was telling him about it, and I, I said like, this feels very much like. It feels forgettable in a five-year engagement way where mm-hmm. you you really like everyone in it and you had a really good time. Like you were never bored necessarily watching it. But when it was like a month from now, when you say like, oh, remember that awkward moment? I'll be like, no, 
<laughs> I don't. I don't remember that movie. Man, at the end of we at the end of the year, we always do that thing where I'll look up the at the list of movies we've seen this year and be like, "Hey guys, do you remember Jack the Giant Slayer?" Mm-hmm. And everybody in the car goes, "Oh man, I forgot about that movie. This is going to be that movie." That yeah, and it was it was bad when I, at my theater too. I think the bulb was going out in the projector, oh, no. so it kept on like it was blinking. Weird. So it was really distracting. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah. I uh, I went to the Alamo and I. You know, at the Alamo, you're not really supposed to like leave seats between the people next to you. So I didn't, even though I should have, because there was there were a plenty of empty seats. Um, and so, like this whole squad of young women comes in and sits down next to me, and they were clearly all there at the Alamo. They were showing like scenes from High School Musical beforehand, which was pretty funny because I've never seen any of that stuff. Um, but I'm not gonna watch that as my like oh classics. I've missed. That's my shame that's, list. Yeah, that's my list of shames. I never saw High School Musical three. Um, and they were clearly just there because they were excited to see Zac Efron, um, and that was kind of obnoxious. You know, the one part I really did like is uh, their coworker. Is it? Hey guys, it's Frank. Yeah. And they said, "Yeah, Frank, you're here for you real. This isn't on the phone. We're not right? on the like, phone. You can just start talking. <laughs> just start talking to us." Yeah. He was really weird and funny. And there were some really good like. Like slightly more adult, how I met your mother feeling jokes. Like mm-hmm. when they when they call each other after having sex, and they uh, in order to pee, they lay yeah. down on the toilets. Like jokes they like took that. Viagra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so jokes yeah. like that are yeah, they're yeah. funny. Um, but I think they're mostly funny because those guys are funny. Yeah, I, don't I think agree. They're funny because the movie's funny. I agree. So, so yeah, rent it. Yeah, yeah. If you feel like. Yep. Uh, next it. week, we're going to go see the Lego movie. Yeah. Which looks like lots of fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, might be a two-movie week for me. I want to see The Monuments Man. Oh, I do too. So uh, stay tuned for that. And yeah, Dan, thanks for stopping by again. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Anytime. Always, doors always open to James' back door. <laughs> whoa, whoa. So yeah, until next week. Bye. Bye. Visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can tweet us at real underscore nerds. You can email us even, realnerds at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Hey, stream us on Stitcher. You want to call us? 720-6nerds5. And download us on iTunes. Just search Real Nerds. Thank you, Joe Kempter, for the wonderful voiceover. And also, Spark Mandrill, for the wonderful late-night jazz-smooth sounds of movies. You can find them on SoundCloud. This has been a Nebulous Visions production.